That's really all I've been this entire ordeal. It's just tired. <clears throat> there yeah. might be a couple times where my talking might come out mumbled just because I can't move my jaw too much. Right. It hurts my everything to talk. Yep. Preston got his wisdom teeth out. I got my wisdom teeth out yesterday. This is a problem. He didn't have much wisdom to begin with, so yeah, no, it took all of, all of my four wisdoms. Yeah, this this couldn't this could be a very not insightful <laughs> episode. <laughs> have we had uh, insightful episodes? <laughs> when you put it that way. <laughs> all right, be prepared for more of the same. Oh, good lord, heavenly mercy. Welcome to the Justice Losers, a podcast where we talk about pop culture media, namely movies, TVs, and comics. I'm your host, Preston, joined as always by my delightful co-host, Batman. Hey, Matt. Uh, what do people do? Like, subscribe, and tell a friend. Awesome. We're getting, we're getting better at we're that. We're getting very good at that. I'm I love still... It. Can you tell that it's a little... You were moving a little slower, and it felt like you were being a little more measured. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like being careful with what I say. I think, I think it worked. <laughs> um, uh, what you been up to, Matt? Oh, well, I've been up to a couple things. I accidentally read ready player one in one night you accidentally read Ready. <laughs> well i couldn't sleep and so i got up and i had started reading it and i was like 20 pages in before bed and i was like oh, i'll just read another little bit and before i knew it it was 3 30 <laughs> in the morning and i'd finished the entire thing <laughs> that's me with comic books <laughs> yeah so it's addictive okay. um, they're making a movie about it so yeah. i figured i'd probably better read it uh it's kind of a cult classic and yeah. a lot of people have said good things is it um, something that you can see becoming a good movie, or is it something that's better as a book? Definitely better as a book. Okay. Um, I'm a little skeptical about how they're going to pull it off as a movie. I think it could work, mm-hmm. but maybe not. Um, I mean, it's all real. Whoa. Whoa. You got that too, right? Yeah, I'm hearing that. It's so weird. It's getting louder. Tell me if you keep hearing it. It doesn't seem like anything's being picked up on the mic. That is very weird. That is odd. Oh, no, I see. Okay, it's from the distance mics. I think it is the air conditioning. Hmm. But it's the distance mics aren't recording, so. Okay. I'll worry about that. That's going to be really distracting. Yeah, no kidding. I don't know how much of that we're going to cut out, but to explain this, we just got this weird, like, hissing kind of a... It sounds like, almost like an ocean a little bit. I was thinking kind of rain in the distance. Yeah, that too. Yeah. But it just started in our headphones and we were wondering what it is. It's the, uh, it's for- we've got our distance mic set up elsewhere. They're not actually recording, so you won't hear it, but yeah. well, we will. It's very soothing. I'm going to take a nap. You finish the episode. Oh God. Oh God. Uh, 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 medicine and loopiness and Star Wars. Anyway, anyway, Ready Player One. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder how much of that we're keeping in. No idea. Uh, so it's addictive, and mm-hmm. I see why a lot of people like it, but it's also kind of just transparently like nerd fan fiction. Okay. Like, that's what I kind of got just based on the trailer of the movie. Like, I mean, it's it's really like it's it's like you you imagine like the stereotypical lives in his mom's basement kind of guy, and this is his wish fulfillment basically. Yeah. Okay. And it's like almost excessive in okay. places um so it'll be the uh kind of the the joy of seeing references for a comic book person when they're in a comic book movie for pretty much anyone who grew up in the 90s and early aughts uh it's a lot of 80s stuff really oh really okay yeah, it's it's honestly mostly 80s stuff okay is there any uh like what's the most kind of recent reference in it Ooh, uh they talk about the prequels a little bit okay um let's see the book was written in 2011, 
any video games? Any like kind of pop culture media? Uh, video a games? lot of it's a lot of old video games. Okay, because the entire thing is a video game. Yeah, set within okay. a video game. The do you know anything about it? Like the story? No. Oh, so, I know, I know a little bit. So basically, the guy who created the Oasis, which is this giant virtual reality, uh, started out as like a massive multiplayer online game thing, mm-hmm. um, and became just like this alternate reality for people. Uh, the creator that dies and wills the controlling stake in his company and like his entire fortune and everything to the person who can follow the series of clues and find a hidden Easter egg somewhere in the game. Is it just an egg? They just find the egg. That's his fortune. It's a golden egg that hatches a golden goose. Yes, exactly. I'm trying to make jokes. It's really kind of hard to make jokes (laughs) when I'm in this state. (laughs) Yeah. So it's all about, it's all about this kid and kind of his quest to find it and the, the evil corporate goons who get in the way and the friendships he makes along the way. Okay. But it's, it's all very nerd wish fulfillment. Like, it, it it almost feels weird in places. It's like okay, so you're like it. It feels like a guy like a like the hyper nerd that has no friends. It's like Nerdisex Machina. It's like did he look? Does he look for like random? <laughs> like just any any chance? Yeah, to throw no. This like thing? the the main character's like impossibly prepared on eighties pop culture. Like, okay, he's seen um, he's seen all these movies that he needs to know like a hundred times. And he's played huh. every single arcade game to perfection, and he knows all the music by heart. Yeah, that is definitely and, fantasy. Like, and he's like twenty. It's like you have not had enough time in your life to know <laughs> that. And then like there's a there's a love interest that just is like the perfect invented love interest for a super nerd. Gotcha. And of course he gets her because yeah, because the hero always gets her. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah. is that um, it is that all you've been nope doing? i have also finished the punisher okay which i'm not 100 percent sure how i feel about it it's very good mm-hmm. um i will say that um i don't think it's on par with daredevil probably about comparable to jessica jones in my book okay i think there's more things that are clearly wrong with it but there's more things that are really cool and really well done mm-hmm. the the weirdest thing about it for me is that most of the action is not great, but most of the sitting and talking scenes are really good. Really? Which is the exact opposite yeah, of what you want that, from a Punisher. That is not what I expected yeah. from a Punisher. There's there's a couple of really cool action scenes, but like there's a car chase a few episodes in that's just, it's weird. Hmm. It's it's very strange. Okay. But. Is it punishing? No, no. Does it's, he punish people though? He does, he does. Well, he takes a lot of punishment too. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> oh, he probably should die a few times during this. <laughs> but he he deals out some punishing, and it is bloody and beautiful. Cool. I'll say that. But it's also it gets you thinking about like I don't know horrors of war and violence, mm-hmm. and it it brings in some interesting topical ideas and and important messages, but not in a heavy handed way. Mm-hmm. I think. Um. So yeah, it's 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 well made and it's interesting. Um, it's serious and it's kind of slow though, so I'm it's not going to be for everyone. I okay, think. Is that right. it. That, that's what I've been up to. What okay. you been up to? Uh, studying. Honestly, this week has been a really weird week for me. Like really yeah. slow. A lot of studying. Uh, things that I have done. I've done a little comic books. Uh, I read a little bit of boob, little bit of Blue Beetle. Uh, little little blue beetle. Little little blue beetle. Uh, I, I started reading Pandora uh, since I'm out at my parents' house for the mm-hmm. uh, wisdom teeth recovery. I brought, I got all of the uh, Justice League Dark family books that I have. Oh, okay. So like Pandora, Phantom Stranger, mm-hmm. 
Justice League Dark, right? Uh, stuff like that. That'll be uh, fun. All I've really kind of read is like the first few issues of Pandora, mm-hmm. which uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the Trinity of Sin. It's not really. Uh, no. Phantom Stranger, Pandora, and the Question. They're mm-hmm. all they're the three people who have like kind of harmed humanity the most. Okay. Uh, Pandora obviously released right the seven deadly sins. Uh, Phantom Stranger is actually Judas Iscariot. Oh. So he's punished for Weird. betraying. They never actually outright say that he's Judas Iscariot, but like they hint from the very beginning. It's like uh, when he's being punished, he's like, forgive me like he would have. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's like, you betrayed your best friends for silver, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Kind of reference it throughout. And you're like, oh, so spoiler alert yeah, if you get cared. Um, the question really didn't get super much in this one. Sounds like a rip off of the Riddler, if you ask me. Uh, I think question came first. Oh. Yeah. Sounds like the Riddler's a ripoff of this fellow then. They're also very different people. That's probably. The Riddler yeah. asks a bunch of Riddlers. The question is trying to search for who he is. Oh. Um, and he has no face, stuff like that. Oh. Uh, I think well. the New 52 question is an entirely different question from pre pre Flashpoint. What's the New 52 question? Huh? What's the New 52 question? Is it uh, is the New 52 any good? Is that the question? That is the question, and no one knows the answer. Okay. <laughs> Except for our episode on it. <laughs> Go back and listen to that. <laughs> no, but uh, I've only read a little bit of... I've read them all before, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, Pandora's not really the greatest. I think they just kind of looked for an excuse to kind of give her a little bit more backstory, so they did a run on her. Okay. She only had, like, I think 10 issues or something, mm-hmm. um, but I really do like Phantom Stranger. I, w- I would recommend that to people if, if they're kind of wanting to get into... Uh, the dark side of uh, DC, I'd recommend Phantom Stranger and okay. uh, Hellblazer slash John Constantine. That's all I've really been up to. Okay. That and getting shit torn out of my face. Yep. This is this is true. Uh, so news. News. Nothing really big happened. Uh, Titans cast was kind yeah. of like solidified and they're yeah. going to come out in 2018. Uh, uh, there's this kind of indie movie coming out. Uh, yeah, we should probably talk about that. I yeah. mean, I, I I heard it had a little buzz around the trailer, so yeah. we should probably mention it. What's it called? The 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 uh, it, the big the, the big Avengers the the the, the Avengers like uh, um really like in, interminable fight. <laughs> <laughs> or, so the Infinity War trailer came yeah, out. Infinity War trailer <laughs> dropped. It's the most viewed trailer in the first day of a trailer's drop. I mean, it's the most viewed trailer in history, and it only broke that record in one day. Yeah. So. Yep. It's, uh, in all honesty for me, I didn't find it that exciting. Likewise. Um, it would just, honestly, and we're going to get a lot of flack from this, um, it just looks like another Avengers movie. It's, yeah. It's been hyped for 10 years, mm-hmm. and I think it's really hard to live up to that. Um, yeah. Like, we've seen some really cool stuff, like... There's not really much character development, which is something that I really look forward to in movies. And we've seen all th- them all fight. Like, I really just true. feel like there's nothing new they can give to us. But I know that you really like culminations. So do you think they yeah. might bring them all together in a new and exciting way? I don't know, because revitalize it? this isn't going to be the end of the culmination. Because from what I'm hearing, it's going to continue on to Avengers 4. Okay. So this is just, I don't know. It's like the intro to the end. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't really make any sense to me because everyone's like, we're going to do the Infinity War and then we're going to do the movie and it's just going to be the beginning. And it's like, guys, Oy, this slow is just, down. it's like really starting to squeezing our money out, squeezing the money out of us. Yep. Um, but like it, there was nothing in it that looked really cool. 
Yeah. Like it, th- there's this like the ring thing just kind of looks like oh, this it's big another big space thing. portal thing. Okay. Um, a few things I'm looking forward to are probably like uh, who dies. Someone's gonna die. I want someone to die, and I want him to mean it. Yeah. Um. I honestly, that's really it. Like, I'm looking forward to the comedy between Doctor Strange or not Doctor uh, between Thor and uh. Star-Lord? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, that will be good. Honestly, it just looks like another Avengers movie. Yeah, I don't see anything in particular, like you said. Because, like, Civil War, I really like Civil War and Winter Soldier because they were a different thing. Right. Like, uh, both of them kind of had, like, inner conflict with the character in Civil War specifically. It right. Was, it was them fighting each other. But this is just, like, they're just fighting another Loki who wants to destroy the world. They're just right. fighting another... He's got uh, another faceless army another, of aliens. Yeah. Those faceless army of aliens does look really cool this time. I they are that. the... Uh, oh, the something. The I looked somethings. this up. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter. They'll tell us. It, it looks like the... Uh, um, fuck. What's it for? Oh, the it, Xenomorph? Huh? It does look like the Xenomorph. No, it, it, it briefly looks like the, the spirit of the panda in Avatar Last Airbender. The oh. angry, he's got like the forearms and oh. the legs. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's kind of what I thought. Well. But yeah, no, I, I I mean, maybe there's more to come. Maybe there'll be like a, something that briefly happens in the next trailer that goes, whoa. Maybe. Yeah. But, but like the first Black Panther trailer dropped and I was like, there are several things in that I want to see yeah. right now. Yeah. This dropped and I was like, well, I'm not, not going to go see it. I think the music doesn't help. We've heard this music. Like, the Black Panther music is super new, and it's not something they've yeah. done, and it sounds really cool, and it gets me into it, but mm-hmm. this is just, like, the same Avengers music. Bum, 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 ba-dum. Yeah, that. And it's just is like, yeah. okay. It's not a great theme. Yeah. So, I honestly think, from what I've seen now, I think it's just going to be on par with, like, Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. Just That's... on a bigger scale. Yeah. Um and it, I, I also think I'm just stomping all over you because I've had I've been bottling this up for like three <laughs> yeah, days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Let I, it all out. I just think it doesn't help that we know that there's more movies after. Like if they had not said like this is the end, mm-hmm. that that puts the stakes up a lot higher. This is true. Like they could like kill off most of them, and it could be like Captain America and Ant Man are like sitting at the funeral, going like, "What the fuck? Yeah, everyone's dead. Yeah, but like this is like we." We know that it's just going to keep going. Maybe yeah. Iron Man dies because we haven't seen him doing anything else beyond that. But like, right. it just, I don't know. Yeah, I think the stakes are lowered, especially for characters that we know are going to be in later movies. Like, mm-hmm. we know we're getting another Ant-Man. Ant-Man. We know we're getting another Spider-Man. Yep. Um, a couple things like that. So we just, yeah. we, we know that the, the stakes aren't, yeah. aren't as high. So yeah, that's that. Yep. Hopefully it gets better. Yep, I'm still a little worried it's going to lose money. A little less so, honestly, because the trailer reaction was so huge. Yeah. Um, I'm figuring there'll probably be a lot of people that'll be like, okay, I need to catch up on my Marvel and then I'll go see this. But I wonder how many people are honest with their reactions to the trailers. If they're like just kind of hype, hopping on the hype train, they're like, oh my god, I'm so excited. But then there's people like us who are just like, I don't I mean, I'm not going to accuse people of being actively dishonest. I think they're just tricking themselves. A lot of people possibly. would be tricking themselves into liking it because this is something they've been hyping themselves up for. Yeah. If you convince yourself it's going to be good, it's you're, you're going to hype it up. Hashtag me with Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> Although it turned out to be pretty good. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, that's all. Do you have any other news that you've... Uh, Harley Quinn has announced she's putting she's together a, a, 
Margot Robbie has announced she's putting yeah. together another Harley Quinn movie, which means we have four different Harley Quinn movies mm-hmm. that they're at least talking about right they now. They really are attaching to Harley Quinn for some reason. Well, she was one of the bright spots of Suicide Squad. Yeah. Not that there were many, but <laughs> <laughs> um, I think she's always been a fan favorite character, mm-hmm. and I think Margot Robbie is a great actress to play the character, and she seems to really enjoy it. Yeah. So... We'll I think see. they're they're just going to oversaturate the market with it because oh, yeah. they like her. Um, uh, Stranger Things is under is renewed for three season three. Good. I don't know That's if you saw that. Not even remotely surprising. I oh, it's not at all. Yeah. Like I literally saw. I actually saw. Uh, can't remember who it was. Uh, I think it was the guy who played Steve that uh, posted as like, uh, "Yay, production for season three started!" And then the announcement came out like <laughs> like an hour or two later. Oh yeah. No, <laughs> so like... I wonder if that was just like. They told the cast, like, hey, we're announcing that production three is starting. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, hey, we're doing it. And they're like, wait, dude, <laughs> give us a couple more hours. We've got to get this together. Um, yep. Well, that's, so, that's good. I'm yep. excited for that. I know um, going to happen, but yep. Anything else? Uh, Justice League is looking like it's going to lose money or barely break even. I just hope it breaks even. That's all yeah. I want. I Regardless you don't spend 300 million on a movie for it to break even. So, yeah. Uh, Warner brothers is probably going to do some reassessing of their future. Yep. Um, uh, new Batman movie, Batman, uh, Samurai. Have you seen that at all? No. Oh, it's a, it's a Japanese, it's like very anime. It's Batman in Japan. Okay. And it, it looks really cool. It's like, it's very different animation style from what we've usually seen with the DC universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, okay. Uh, menu is catching on. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're on a Facebook group of uh of people who of like-minded people and uh someone mentioned the uh NMCU and I was like I've taken a calling at the menu Marvel extended Netflix universe and everyone's like that's a genius thing and I'm like oh my god this it's is the great. greatest thing I've ever done in my life. It's great. <laughs> so hopefully that catches on more. Yeah. Uh, tell sh- tell your friends. Tell your friends. Call it the menu. Yep. Should we uh start our thing? Get get Star Wars started. Stars. Started. Uh, yeah, it's there, but it's, uh, there's a joke in there somewhere. But we're not putting it together. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> last week we life. talked about the real life aspect of it. We're gonna kind of perfect that technique. It was it was a little it was a little messy. Hoppy yeah. around, but yeah. uh, today we're reviewing the series. Um, yep. We're gonna, in my mind, we're gonna primarily talk about the originals, touch on the prequels a little bit, but then. Like you did with our uh, Defenders episode, we're going to mm-hmm. kind of cut you off, and then we're just going to bitch about the prequels for as long as we want. So oh, yes. if you guys are interested in that and listening to us bitch about things, which, I mean, if you're listening to this, then surely you are. I mean, that's mostly all we do anyway. I so. have a full page of notes about bitching of the prequels. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> so Good. Um, I guess we'll just start off with, like, kind of, what's your, what's the thing that pops into your mind when you think of Star Wars? lightsabers and spaceships flying around and there's Jedi and then Sith and they try to kill each other and then there's Star Wars and then everyone's okay at the end and then there's there's Carrie Fisher and uh, Mark Hamill and, and uh, 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 uh. okay that seemed very bland Most... almost nope that okay. was completely impressed <laughs> uh, no honestly it's probably the mythology yeah because it's it is very much just kind of its own thing and it's it's an amalgamation of different like ideas mm-hmm. like the the jedi are sort of warrior monks like the idealized version of the samurai that's become popular in the yeah. western culture and then you've also got just your straightforward evil empire versus the the heroic rebel types and mm-hmm. um the 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 
princess that's not such a damsel in distress and the lovable rogue and yeah um but it's just the even though it is all these pieces that came together from different sources and different ideas like it, it comes together in a way that i think really inspires people and uh i mean there's a reason it's it's basically the most popular film yeah. franchise i really i i totally agree i really love like reading into the mythos and like um i was i i was broke and i was a kid and i didn't really have a chance to like actually like read as many of the books that i've wanted mm-hmm. but uh one series that i really did like like because just like the extended which is now considered what star wars legends yeah i think that's the, what they're calling it the previous canon um and if people for you those who aren't aware uh when disney bought lucas films or lucas arts lucas films lucas arts lucas studios lucas films, lucas lucas. films. When uh, they bought george lucas's soul and locked yeah, it in a box pretty much to be honest <laughs> um they pretty much wiped the slate clean of all star wars canon except for like a few things yeah um, so now you have all these stories and books and uh shows and stuff like that, that well the shows are fine but all these things that aren't uh, considered canon anymore right but one that i really liked was uh last of the jedi it was uh obi-wan post uh star wars episode three okay um, so w- what's that about it's oh i can't remember entirely but it's him kind of uh it's different stories i think there's about seven or eight books mm-hmm. uh he uh i remember there's one thing about the inquisitor which it's it's kind of the rise of the empire and and he's trying to stay alive while also trying to find other Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's kind of like the known story of what Obi-Wan did. Okay. Um, Cause he didn't just like hole up in Tatooine for 19 years. He right. did do a little bit of stuff. Um, there's did- one thing, and I think I mentioned this before that um, one thing I really liked, they kind of explored the force a little more where uh, he was doing a little investigating. So he was in the Mos Eisley Cantina mm-hmm. um, or Mos Espa, I think is where he was, but he was, he was sitting in a booth. And he used the force to tone out every or tune out everybody to a specific person that he wanted to listen to. Interesting. So it was a different kind of look at what the force can be used for instead of just battle. Yeah. Um, so that's something I really liked. And the other one I liked was uh, Boba Fett. Okay. You got to read him. And it and this was this this book series actually made him as epic as like everyone thinks he is. Okay. Um. He like it's it kind of starts off the end of book one is uh when Django gets his head cut off and it's mm-hmm. kind of from there. Okay. Uh, he comes in contact with Anakin once or twice, mm-hmm. uh, gets the uniform, repaints it, repaints the slave one, um, basically comes in contact, uh, each book kind of, he's, he, he's doing something with one of the separatists, like mm-hmm. the, the banking clan and then the techno union and stuff like that. Right. Uh, but that was also really good. I didn't get too far on that, but. Okay. So. Would you like to see elements from either of those drawn for the solo movies that they're thinking about? Yes. Um. I think it's a little bit far fetched for a movie, but I, I don't know. I I it's been forever since I've read that. Okay. Um. So I I would like to see Boba Fett doing his own thing. I mean, the kind of the whole main story of Boba Fett was tracking down Mace Windu. Okay. Because I mean, yeah, yeah. Um. So I would like to see that. I would like to see a, a revenge driven Boba Fett tracking down Boba, uh, Mace Windu, only to have kind of his revenge unsatisfied. Right. Because when you died elsewhere. Right. Um, and then Obi-Wan, I'd like to see an exploration of the Force, which is something we talked about before that I'd like to see in the new trilogy. Yes. Where I'd like to see, like, a, a exploration. I really just would like to see more Because exp- in the movies, all we've seen is, like, Force push, Force yep. pull. And then... A little bit Yoda of Force lightning. Yoda, Yoda sees, has a little bit of foresight. Yeah. And then in episode one, they, they zoom. Right. <laughs> which was really weird. <laughs> that was stupid. Um, 
we'll so, get yeah, into that. <laughs> that's something that I uh, that's something I really really liked about Star Wars mm-hmm. pre Disney was just like the expanded universe. Um, so what kind of what are your thoughts on the tr- on the original trilogy? I think it is iconic and great. Um, I a lot of people would would not, maybe not a lot of people, but there there are plenty of people out there that would say that these are just like the best movies of all time, and mm-hmm. I don't think that's true. I think they do have flaws, and I think you're blind if you're not yeah. willing to acknowledge that. Yeah. Um, especially Return of the Jedi, uh, mm-hmm. which has some really great moments, some of my favorites in the entire franchise, but it also has some weak like spots. The Ewoks? Cough, cough, Ewoks, Ewoks blinking. Do you like the Ewoks blinking? Blink, blink. It's fine if they blink. <laughs> <laughs> they can blink if they want. <laughs> um, I guess we'll kind of structure this a little bit. Good, bad, and the ugly. Not really the ugly, but like kind of what we liked and then flaws that we just, yeah. I don't know. Okay. Um, Should we go through the movies one by one? or? Uh, yeah, we could do that. Um, episode four. Good Lord. Uh, I'm trying to think back. That one, I... That one's not my favorite. My favorite is Rogue One, as I've established before, yeah. which makes me a heretic. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, we're always going to be heretics. Oh yeah, yay! Um, episode four, it I think it was just too epic like to me for me. Yeah, I I think it I think it's the best. You think it's the? I think it's objectively the best. Oh, okay, because I think it tells the the cleanest story and has the best characters mm-hmm. and it has. Just a really, really great climax with yeah. the trench run. And, yeah. Um, I something that I noticed that, uh, I, and I'm wondering this, uh, just kind of like if this was because episode four was supposed to be just kind of episode like was just be Star Wars, right? And then when people liked it, he was like, "Hey, I'll do four, five, and six. right? Um, with Darth Vader spinning off, was that what was that? What was the conclusion supposed to be of that? Um. Assuming it's just a standalone movie, I don't know. Maybe it's just like, okay, evil's still out there, but it's a loose enough. Because Darth Vader is not like a huge deal yeah. in episode four. That's the thing. Like, people think, oh, Darth Vader, because he's kind of become the entire focus of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. But you go back and you watch episode four with the idea of just, okay, this is its own movie, its own standalone movie. And he's just like, okay, he's the leader of the stormtroopers, yeah, basically. He's, yeah, and he's just kind of the enforcer. He's yeah. not like the boss. Right. Because it almost feels, seems like. Tarkin is the boss. Yeah, Tarkin, boss Tarkin, Tarkin pushes him around, and then there's the Emperor out there somewhere. Yeah, that we don't even see in Episode Four, if I'm not mistaken. We don't even see him in Five. Uh, we, we see a we, we see, see a hologram. Yeah, right? a hologram. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, like I think Darth Vader spinning off, like it's okay. There's room for a sequel, um, even if it's just like a low budget sequel, like mm-hmm. uh, Splinter of the Mind's Eye was the thing they were planning on doing. You know about that? Mm-mm. It was like a there's a there's a book that they were gonna do, um, and they were gonna make that into the movie if the original flopped. Okay. Because it was very low budget. It's like all set on like a little swamp planet. It's very misty. So they can just kind of mm-hmm. hide the fact that they don't have great sets. Yeah. Um, they uh, Han Solo's not there because uh, Harrison Ford would have commanded a bigger salary. So it's just Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill. So Luke and Leia mm-hmm. on this little swamp planet getting up to shenanigans there's okay. like an imperial base or something yeah okay but yeah and darth vader would have showed up in that so i think the idea was okay he's still out there if we do like a low budget sequel that's fine he's still there but he's not like the main thing we killed tarkin yeah that can be big enough we blew up the death star that can be an end to a self-contained thing yeah 
I think something about Star Wars uh, or uh, four is that like there's not really any plot holes. Like on my notes, there's not really anything that's like like you said. It was like the cleanest. Yeah. Like there's not really anything that it's like well structured. Yeah. And straightforward. Yeah. It's. I mean, there's not really like. I mean, it's good. It's fun. It's exciting. But like, yeah. Yeah, there's. It's just kind of a. It's just kind of a good movie. Um, five and six. I did have a few points. Um, oh, if you want to move nitpicks. On. Well, no, not. I mean, yeah, nitpicks, <laughs> but also kind of questions. Okay. Um. So in episode five, when uh, Han, like when Vader invites them to have lunch or mm-hmm. dinner, what do they talk about? They just kind of go have lunch, <laughs> and then they're and then they're back to their room. Did they just casually have lunch with the Dark Lord of the Sith? What What did they talk about? There was like, there's no hint in later in the movie as to what they talked about. You got any idea? I am failing to come up with a good answer, either a funny one or a realistic yeah, same here. one. So I'm kind of thinking that's the sort of thing that they just wanted left to the imagination. Yeah, and like I just, I just imagine it being this awkward. So, like Han staring at Lando, like you guys know you. my son. <laughs> How is old Luke? Haven't seen him ever, <laughs> except well, for that's... that one time when he sort of walked past me on the Death Star. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, this is my Darth Vader voice. That's your Darth Vader <laughs> yeah, voice. That's my Darth Vader voice. <laughs> um, another thing, speaking of like this son, kind of skipping ahead a little bit, like when what is it? Uh, after. After everything's said and done at the end of the movie, Luke is like kind of recovering, mm-hmm. and then Vader says Luke, and he sits up and goes, "Father." Mm-hmm. Has he come to terms at that point with the fact that Vader's his father? I don't know. There's no way that he like he's like that's my dad. I don't know if it's Vader, but it's my dad because he's never had contact with his dad. I mean, I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, I don't know if "come to terms with it" is the right word, but he's. He's thinking about it, and I think he realizes that it's true. It makes sense. Maybe the Force yeah. tells him it's true or something. Yeah. But um, he, I, I don't think he's come to terms with it, clearly. Okay. Uh, but he's just... And he's also very out of it, and he just got his hand chopped off. And yeah. Massive revelations jump, dumped mm-hmm. on him, so... Yeah. I'm just assuming he's kind of not in a great state of mind and uh-huh. just sort of spouting okay. off a little bit. That's my I, thought. Yeah, that was just kind of like... I was like, wait... But he he was like that's impossible no, and then he fell like that. Well, Darth Vader says search your feelings, search your feelings look inside yourself or whatever. Yeah, and Luke, I think he does realize it. He just doesn't won't it, he he He's can't bring himself to admit it. Yeah, yeah. It's like the what's the five stage five stages of grief or something. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> denial. Yep. Um, another thing that I noticed, and this is just this is a real nitpicky thing. How the hell are there vital signs in the carbon freeze? container that's true if it's just supposed to be a block of carbon for transportation yeah it's like industrial right yeah why because that's what it is it's like they're because it's a carbon mine right and then they would just freeze it for transportation why were there vital signs attached to it how did they figure that out because they, they needed a way to make sure that han, han solo alive. was actually alive yeah. and the screenwriter thought that that was the best way to do it because people like us wouldn't come along and nitpick him four yep. years later. Well, now we are. Ha! We got you, we screenwriter. Got you are. <laughs> what is um, the... Oh, I know his name. Who, Rick? No. Rick McCollum? No, he the, was... The guy that everyone he, hates he was on, he's garbage. Yeah, he's on the prequels. There's a... Uh, it's not... No, he, was, he was a producer on the on the originals, too. 
Was he? Yeah. I thought he was too young for that. Oh, no. Um, he was definitely in it. Because I looked at the credits and I saw Rick McCall and I was like, oh. I don't know. There's a there's a writer that they brought back to help with like the new trilogy. Okay. It was on the original ones. And I'm forgetting okay. the name. But, um, yeah. A lot of people think five is the best. Do you? Would you agree with that? I, so, I'm not as good at kind of like comparing multiple movies i just think look at a movie at, at, on its own and go okay that was good or that was bad okay i do really 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 like the the battle of hoth it was battle of hoth is great it was suspenseful the music was like perfect for it mm-hmm. and then it got like more and more intense as it went on and then like yeah. you still and it was like satisfying at the end like they're all like they get away they all got away like all well, these most important people got away yeah um but it still feels like a defeat it yeah it does yeah it feels like a serious actual ground battle in this world which yeah. is the first time we've gotten I mean, that the whole thing feels like a suspenseful retreat yeah because that's what it was yeah, from the beginning exactly like, they were like we gotta get the fuck out of here yep so that was like so i think that battle like starting it off as well as it does mm-hmm. it it really makes and, and, it, and it explores luke having the force right like and from the get-go that's that's the other thing i really like about five um i like four better just as a whole package but i love the hoth battle and i love yoda's training mm-hmm. because there's a lot of just insights into the force that they're just so cool yeah <laughs> like when luke takes care of a uh, bigger luke exactly takes him out right yes. there I, I... what <laughs> what do you think would have happened if he hadn't brought his lightsaber in because Yoda says you you'll only find what you bring in with you. So what if he left his weapons? What do you think that would have been like? Ooh, because he brought in his lightsaber. Therefore, Darth Vader was there with a lightsaber. As I recall, there's a non-canon story that does get into that, but I don't remember how it goes. Okay, I think. I wonder if it was just like. I think <laughs> maybe it was just Darth Vader sitting there with a cup of tea. Like, want to talk? Hello. Hello, Hello, sunny boy. Hello, I'm Darth Vader. Want to talk? We're going to have a chat over tea and crumpets. <laughs> space crumpets. Going to space tea and a space crumpets. Yes, exactly. Space honey. Got space uh, honey for a space tea. Yeah, no, but like the whole training thing, like the... Yoda is... He's really cool in five. Yeah. Like, he, there's so many great quotes. You get to see him... You get to see his wisdom more paramount in the originals yeah. than in the prequels. Yeah, the prequel. I don't like him in the prequels. I like him a little bit more with the uh, with the edited where he CGI instead of that ugly fucking puppet that he used to be. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah, <laughs> that terrifying puppet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no the the force training was really cool. It was, um, it yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. I don't know how else to not, elaborate on that. Not even but. just the training, just like him talking about it. Like the, one of my favorite quotes is luminous beings are we not this crude matter. Like mm-hmm. it, it gets into the mysticism of it and like the, the transcendental nature of the force. Yeah. And it's, it's just, it's, it's really cool stuff to just throw out there. It really helps the mythology. I think. Yeah. Um, what else is there in five? Uh, the battle at the end. I really liked, I, I loved how Luke is just unprepared. Yes. The whole time. Like, there's he's no, humanized for There's well. no part of it where he's like, I got this. I'm going to fight him. He went He went purely aware because Yoda and Obi-Wan were both like, mm-hmm. you are not ready for this, dude. Yeah. And he was like, fuck it. It's my friends. Like, I'm willing to go sacrifice yeah. myself to save my friends. Yes. Which really, like, builds character for him. And Yeah. And they did well with the fight where he's just like, um, Darth Vader's, like, throwing those things at him. And he's right. just like... 
and like completely misses and gets hit in the arm and he's just like yeah. tired and unprepared. He's just getting owned. Yeah. Getting pwned. Getting pwned by the Vader. Uh, what else was there? So mm. six? Yeah, let's go to six. Okay. I haven't seen six in forever. Okay. Uh, so let's see if I can remember as much as I can. Um, I really did like it was more of a heisty film towards the end. You had... Uh, one set of people that needed to go down to take care of the, mm-hmm. uh, and they they found their they had their problems with getting stuck in a trap, right? And then you had your people up in space who had their problems and they got stuck in a trap. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. It was heisty. It was uh, it seemed, I mean, and this was something that I kind of poked fun at you at with uh, Rogue One, where you're mm-hmm. like, it's I liked it because it's <laughs> like this thing, and I'm like, you mean people go on the ground <laughs> to take down a shield so that people in space could destroy something. That's a hell of a lot like the battle on Endor. <laughs> yeah, but that's like I'll, I'll I'll get into that more when we talk about Rogue One. Excuse me, I've got <clears throat> yuck. I'm still getting over a cold. Oh, okay, good. I'm still getting over things getting torn out of my face. Man up! <laughs> I stop myself from <laughs> coughing. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, so... yeah, no, you're you're right. I I I do like conceptually the way the whole final battle is built, mm-hmm. and then the the Luke Vader Emperor confrontation. Yeah. Um, I do really like that. The I think the lightsaber fight at the end of six is one of the best yeah. in the entire saga. That's something that I kind of uh, I, I I'm a little like confused, kind of on how the way that a uh, in episode in the original trilogy when there was no prequels, what the original Jedi were supposed to fight like because it's kind of like fencing, slow mm-hmm. in four where they're just kind of like touching, but that could also be because they're old right um and then like but but that also doesn't make sense because if you look at back at rogue one he like tears through everybody like a sith lord and then he gets on the ship an hour later and goes i'm tired i think it's a i think it's just the props were limiting them too much and the but like in story doesn't make sense no right so i think we're just meant to accept that the fight was actually better we're just not being shown yeah a great version of it okay um but like watching luke and like luke and darth vader in jedi is like a lot more intense yeah like with the with the, you got the choral soundtrack in the background he's like right after he screams no because like, yeah he's like your sister he's like no and then he goes at it yes um, that's that's one of my favorite sequences because like super emotional you see in the choreography you see in the choreography that luke is angry yeah and that is something that's missing from the prequels the mm-hmm. lightsaber choreography doesn't have emotion yeah whereas it really does in especially i think five and six and seven mm-hmm. honestly too you, you see with the swings like it's the swings kind of give the emotion to it yeah um, just the techniques like he's going he's he's much more aggressive mm-hmm. um just hammering on him yeah um something i do uh i don't know if i told you this joke i've been planning this joke for a while so when vader throws the emperor down the yeah down the thing right it's because he's zapping his son right yeah he's like gonna kill his son this is vader who has killed most likely trillions of people with no remorse he killed children he killed children and was like totally cool with blowing up fucking planets and then when his son second for 60 years you would not be killing a trillion people do what (laughs) if you killed one person a second for 60 years you would not be killing a trillion he blew up planets and he slaughtered like 
I mean, also they <laughs> they're long, but yeah, no, but like he was he was directly responsible for the for deaths murders of very many so people. many people, and yes. he just didn't give a shit, and like, and it, it, it's like pure evil at that point too, because his initial uh, like drive to become like the Sith mm-hmm. was to save Padme, right. and then when Padme died, he was like, "Fuck it, I guess I'm just a bad guy yeah, now," well, and then he just kills a bunch of people. Yep. Well, he has been killing a bunch of people. Yeah. Why with his son that he hasn't been in contact with and then he's like join me and then his son's like no and then he's like seriously fucking join me and he's like no and then his son cuts his hand off when when the emperor is like zapping him a little bit, why is that the reason that sets him off to kill the emperor i think it's because the emperor threw away his leftovers in the fridge honestly that's a better explanation seriously like, like if someone threw away my leftovers that i wanted <laughs> I'd throw him down a down I'd a, throw giant down shaft, a fucking yeah. giant. Th- yeah, no matter if they're zapping my son or not. <laughs> like it, it just doesn't make sense. Like that emotional yeah. connection does not exist for me there. Yeah, it's a it's a great twist in five making him the son, but it, things kind of stop making sense after that. Yeah, because they, they have to turn Darth Vader into this tragic Redemption. heroic character. Yeah. And, and if you think about it, Darth Vader's just a fucking wuss. The whole time. A little bit. Like, he's just a... He's a whiny bitch in the prequels. Mm-hmm. And then, as he gets older, he's like, uh, I'm gonna do a thing. And then you got, like, your human guys who are mm-hmm. super less powerful than him going, no. And he's like, Ugh. Yeah. And then he throws a hissy fit every time someone does something slightly wrong and chokes him to death. Yeah. This guy's a, a wimp. I, yeah, I, I think... I mean, he's a strong wimp that could kill you in an instant. Yes, no. I think, <laughs> I think, I think he does a pretty good job, like leader of the stormtroopers imperial enforcer type mm. um i think it does a very good job of that in fact but i'm not sure he functions very well as sort of that heroic tragic fall character. yeah i it, i think it was a really hard deal to get him to like be redeemable yeah which they still managed to pull off he's still kind of like seen as a rede- redeemed yeah you villain. do you do feel it regardless yeah. of like we can go back and, and tear it all apart but when you're watching that movie you do feel that redemption yeah um, the end of it, uh, the best part of all the entire, sh- the entire thing, the, uh, Ewok party. Yub nub. Yub nub. Gotta be yub nub. Yub nub's the best. Yes. We so free! The, the, <laughs> the, the knockoff yub nub. <laughs> what? What? Jar Jar at the end of episode one, he says, we so free, and then they have a knockoff Yub 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 Nub song. Oh, the, yeah, the, um, uh, what's it called? Um, Parade. Something's Parade. Yeah. I actually really like the song. It's it's a cool song, yeah, yeah. but it's still, it's just, like, very explicitly trying to copy that. Um, so, something that's kind of left, well, it's actually not really left left unanswered anymore, because we have an episode seven, but kind of like the remains of the Empire. Yeah, like, how did that... d- so does the empire turn into the first order, or is like the the empire like crumbles? But then you've got your people who are like, well, shit, we got to make this thing or happen again, and then they start a new thing. Yeah, I don't know. Um, maybe we'll see something. Maybe we'll see an explanation. For yeah, that. I think the implication is that it is leftover empire because a lot of the technology is the same. Yeah. The stormtroopers look pretty similar. Mm-hmm. So I think I think the implication is is just okay. Someone, some other people came and took over the yeah. imperial people. Maybe. Someone, not Hux himself because he's too young, but someone like that kind of rose through the ranks that had survived the Empire and, like, marshaled what was left of the forces and said, okay, we're going to be this new thing now. This is how we're going to do it. 
We're going to make a bigger Death Star. Yep. But it's going to be a planet. <gasps> and everyone's like, whoa. Um, and then they're like, oh, there's a weakness. It's blown up. So do you want to get into the new trilogy and Rogue One? Or do you want to jump back to the prequels? Well, I think we're going to hate on the prequels enough in a Well, minute. I've got a few points that are actually okay. kind of good about the All right. We can, we can run through some of the good stuff from the okay. prequels. Let's One thing is that. the music is always on point with John Williams. John Williams, you beautiful, beautiful One man. One of my favorite songs from the soundtrack is uh, The Droid Invasion. Um, it, it happens when, uh, the, the droids are first land on like the fight between the Gungans and the droids. And it also happens. The best moment is when, is Anakin's March on the Jedi temple in three, they play the same thong, play the same thong. Sam, damn it! Play the same song. <laughs> I'm imagining Anakin marching on the Jedi temple in With a thong, thong and it is... <laughs> Very terrifying. Well, Hayden Christensen's an attractive man. Okay. Anyway. But yeah, <laughs> Let's no. pause. I want to listen to this because I'm not remembering it off the top of my head. Okay. Okay. Yeah, no, that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Got I it. really like that. That's, um, a, that's a great one. Um, Duel of the Fates, of course. Oh, I'm not there yet. Oh, I'm, I'm working fine. Through. Yeah. You've okay, got, well, you got like a whole chronological list. Okay. Well, yeah. The Duel of Fates. Yes. Yes. It's, it's very good. Yeah. Episode um, one has some very, very good music. It was really All cool. Them, but yeah, it was so cool. I, I didn't actually know that that thing was called Staff a light staff not a lightsaber oh yeah well so i guess that makes sense yeah so that's no that's that's really cool and i loved seeing uh a oh no i forgot what they're called he's half human and half he's half human and half what um Ag- agar oh my god i just drew a blank on all of the jedi like all of the jedi's names all of the jedi anyway doesn't matter um yeah no that He's was really windu's son what that's not true that's not true um you know for as much as people hate on jar jar some of his jokes were pretty okay um pretty okay day man the uh so when they're in the bongo uh-huh. <clears throat> when they're in the bongo and they're like flying and the power goes out mm-hmm. and then uh and they've like faced the monsters and stuff mm-hmm. like that and it'll be one like fixes the bar he's like power's back and then jar jar goes ah because <laughs> that monsters right there. Yeah, I did like that one. That one's pretty good. Um, then like right before that, when they're when they're leaving, um, what's it called? Gungan City. Uh, that was just a... Gungan City. There is a name, but I yeah. don't think it's ever mentioned. In the uh, movie. But he's like, they're like, I'm bringing Jar Jar with me, and he's like, what? Better down here than dead in the core. The gods. What's the Misa saying? Like, he's like, he's like, I'd rather be dead here. Wait, no, I wouldn't. Um, and then the pit droid kick, where uh, he's fighting the pit droid oh, yes, when yes. they first meet Anakin, and, like that. kicks him in the leg. Yeah, yeah, those are pretty good. Yeah, he's, um, I mean, I, he's in it way too much, and he's definitely very grating. But that's not but to say he doesn't. He have does. His he moments. does have his moments. Yeah. Something I Gage and I found kind of funny were the villains in the prequels are really like. Oh no! Because uh, in episode one, part of Palpatine's plan is to uh, you know, like vote no confidence for the Chancellor, become uh-huh. Chancellor, and then like one of part of his plan was to get Amidala to go back to Naboo. Right. And then she's like, "I feel like I need to go back to Naboo," and he's like, "Are you sure, Milady?" And like that's really just like, <laughs> "Oh <Yeah>. no!" <laughs> and then kind of bum, on the bum bum. <laughs> And then part of the joke where like Jar Jar's the Sith Lord, yeah, uh, when he's like when he's fighting with the with the Gungans against the droids, uh-huh. he's like fucking every all of the droids up by oh, accident, yeah. yeah. And if he's a Sith Lord, he's like, oh no, killed forty eight droids. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else is there? Uh, da, 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 How do you da, feel da. about pod racing? 
Not too bad, honestly. Okay. Not as bad as like people make it out to be, but that is a a nice little thing that it shows Anakin's capabilities with the yeah. Force. Yeah, and it also like it gives kind of a reasonable it. Like, what would people do for fun in this? They'd yeah. watch people race, because, like, people love racing sports. That's yeah. just a thing. And so, of course, they're going to race these 600-mile-an-hour monstrosities through the desert. Yeah. And I really, and it really showed, like, it showed Qui-Gon's faith in Anakin. It showed Qui-Gon's kind of control of the situation at yeah. all times. It shows uh, Sebulba's dickishness. Um and yeah, Watto's... I don't like Sebulba. He's just a... He's an asshole. Yeah, he's just... Yeah. Well, he's just a generic movie jerk. There's yeah. nothing interesting about him yeah he has he has no character development yeah. but uh it shows uh Watto's kind of like gambling addiction and like what's wrong with him really yeah so it's it that's a, it was a good scene the now this is pot oh no this is pod racing comes later that's later that's the final that's, fight yeah, yeah when he's in the but like um it's working just all of jake lloyd's lines are garbage um but wow. yeah no i really did like the pod racing surprisingly yeah. enough yeah with, it's, uh greg proops greg poops greg proops Proops? Poops. No, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's one of the one of the announcers. He's, okay. a, he's kind of a wide comedian actor. He's been on Whose Line? Okay. Like that. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I I kind of agree with you. I do I do like the pod racing. I think it actually does make a lot of sense in that yeah. universe, and it is. And it was a means for character development. Yeah, it's, a lot it of is. Cases. It is a means to develop Qui Gon and Anakin, especially. Yeah. And I think your point about Watto is really good. I never thought about that before, mm-hmm. but yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, kind of going through. Uh, that's all I got good for episode one. Do you have anything else good for episode one? Um, a lot of people think the final lightsaber fight is really good. Uh, it's too intricately choreographed, I think, where it just looks like someone told the choreographer, make this as cool as, as possible, yeah. just as flashy as possible. Mm-hmm. And I mean, anyone can choreograph that, but can you choreograph a fight that has meaning? Not, yeah. Like... Well, okay. Bring and, back. Let me let me bring back my point about episode six at the end, where like Luke he comes out and he says no, and he's angry. And you see charged, that. You see yeah. that in the fight. Obi Wan has the same moment. He sees Qui Gon get killed. Like, he no! shouts no. He comes back. He fights the exact same, just hyper choreographed way. There's not really any anger yeah, you see in it. I see that. And uh, pre Qui Gon dying though, like the fight really isn't emotional anyway. It's right. just we got to just keep this guy away from the other guys so that they can right. do their thing. Right. So I can see why it wasn't emotionally, but you're right. After Qui-Gon died, Obi-Wan should have been way more, like, Aggressive. Off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And at the same time, it just – there's there's a part of your brain that sees choreography like that, and it's like, that doesn't feel natural. I don't feel any tension here because it's, it, it's so obviously choreographed that mm-hmm. I don't – like I, I don't feel any personal investment. I, I don't – I know that they're just going to make whoever wins win yeah. because of some gimmick or whatever. Yeah, and it, it's one of those fights, and I'll, I'll get into that later because that's I do have a few nitpicks about that. All right. Um, episode two, duh, duh, duh. anything good? Sand, I hate sand. It's a great line. Nope, nothing good on two. I, I, yeah, no. I I think two is clearly my least favorite. Oh, yeah. Uh, three. Duh, duh, duh. Oh. Three has some good stuff. Okay, Order 66. Do you know where that came from? 666 was two on the F, nose. F is the sixth letter of the alphabet. Order mm-hmm. FF, Friendly Fire. Oh. <laughs> that is much smarter than I always assumed it was. Yeah. I always assumed it was they couldn't See, do 666 because... <laughs> <laughs> no, that's one of those things that I would kind of do. Yeah, like, that's, in, like, my no, writing that's, that's very clever. Yeah. Way to go, George. Yeah. 
Score George Lucas. Well, negative several. Um. Honestly, I I kind of like three. Whoa! What the fuck? What did I mean by that? No idea. Read it. Naked, I am the Senate. <laughs> what did I mean by that? You were on pain meds. What I'm the... guessing, and you wanted no, to see. No, this was you like two weeks ago. To see Ian, Ian McDermid. Dermid. What the Dyer-mid. hell did I mean by that? I'm so okay. That's all I got good for three. Though. Well, I mean, a duel of the fates is exciting. Not duel of the fates. Duel uh, of the heroes. Duel of the uh, battle of the heroes. It's excessive. Yeah, I mean, I yeah the 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 exchange before it was very emotional though. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, Ewan McGregor is just a great actor. Yes, so he is. It's just all of his, all of the com- the conversation between the two of them. Yeah. Um, Natalie Portman's tears were believable. Um, the writing was still pretty terrible. Yeah. But the performances halfway saved that scene. You got the feeling of what you needed to feel. Yeah, that's, that's um, what I got. And I can uh, go back and pick the writing, but Anakin's ruminations. That's another song that uh, it's kind of pre Anakin going over to help Palpatine. That was that was the scene I think I was going to mention. Is that the one where uh, him and Natalie Portman are both kind of staring out the window yes. silently? They're kind of looking at that. Each other. That is one of my That's favorite scenes in all scene. of Star Wars. That's a chilling. That, scene. that one comes back to me. Yeah, it. The music is beautiful. Yeah. More is communicated without any words mm-hmm. than was communicated with words mm-hmm. in character development for Anakin specifically. Yep. Through and like, then the best part yeah. is when fucking 3PO talks and ruins the whole thing. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> That's something that Always I really... Always does. Yeah. But no, that it's uh, like you really get... And honestly, and Hayden Christensen's not a terrible actor. You get to see... He's... Yeah. The, he does the facial expressions. Yeah. He, if you give him decent writing, I bet he's a good actor. Yeah. Like, you see... You really see his, like, what the fuck is happening? Like, I'm trying to save my wife, but all of my friends that I've loved for a long time are kind of going insane. I think that's what I'm being told. And he, then, yeah. He, he, he gives that conflict so much more realistically than any of the dialogue in mm-hmm. that movie. It's really, like... That is, I, I always kind of like compare that scene to him betraying himself in a way, yeah. Because that's kind of where that split yeah. happens. That's where the decision happens. That's that is ultimately that's kind of the emotional climax of the film. Yeah. Uh, like, and then Padme's like just doesn't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah, she knows something is going on. Yeah, but she she's just she's confused and scared mm-hmm. and pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that messes with your mood, I hear. <laughs> yeah, no, that is that's a really good scene. That's a great scene. Um, the very opening has a lot oh, of high points. I love that space fight. It's, yeah, the space the space fight I think is great. It's I, that's my favorite of the Star Wars. That's my favorite like drop from the credits. Is like yeah. that because it's just like the boom, boom, boom. the little and drums, then, and then yeah. you hear like the squealing, and then the ships come in, and then yeah. like the music. It's really and then good. they and then they come out and they come out into like just the most chaotic space yeah. fight and. A lot of people get down on that because they think there's too much going on. But That's like, imagine how one of those would fight. Imagine, a, imagine an actual dogfight between droid spaceships and highly trained clones with all of this ridiculous technology. It's imagine, going to be chaotic. Like, You're not going to understand what's going on. As imagine like sixty international space stations on either side fighting. That's what yeah. that's going to look like. <laughs> yeah. No. It's it's. It is supposed to be too complicated to process, but you get what you need to. Yeah, and you and like the detail put into those like those screens, like each frame. Yeah. Like there's just exp- there's just a ship 
super far off in the corner and you see an explosion and it's like that was unnecessary but it gives it more depth yeah no and like in the 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 attention to detail like there's continuity between cuts of like what's going on Mm -hmm. kind of geographically in that space battle and it it's it's and it character develops too with anakin like it shows from the from the previous movie how he's like kind of this arrogant yeah again that was this that's that's the most believable like anakin is kind of a cocksure kid yeah um so the, yeah like the, once they land on the ship it starts going downhill mm-hmm. but like the actual space part of that fight i'm pretty sold on a yeah. lot of people complained that like the first thing they do it all in one take for like two minutes and it's all just cgi anyway yeah but but it was good looking cgi it's good looking cgi and it's still you register that it's cool yeah so i don't see the problem i don't see that being a downside yeah yeah um, but then once they land on the ship it kind of goes downhill yeah um well uh the droids we never really talked about the droids kind of the whole time what do you think what do you think of the duo uh okay here something (laughs) i something i did want to i'll talk on this a little bit i liked where you find out where r2d2's name comes from it's just a number he's Mm -hmm. just a number in the original like Mm -hmm. at the beginning but then like he's known by that yeah so you know what i'm talking about right uh, when they fix the hyperdrive on the first one in episode one, yeah, he's just and they're R2 like R two D two. Um, where the fuck does C three PO come from? Anakin just names him that. Yeah, uh, I'll get into that in the bitching. I don't know. I um, just, I, I I mean I like them in the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. Uh, their prequel versions, C three PO is just too whiny and in the way and yeah, uh, bad comic relief. And R two D two is all of a sudden a Deus Ex Machina machine. <laughs> yes, he really is. <laughs> um. Uh, Rogue One. Rogue One. Uh, are, are we not doing chronological in the order they came out? Uh, I guess we can. We can go jump to seven. Because that's what we've been doing so far. That's true. Uh, so seven. Oh, God. It's been so long since I've seen seven. I uh, want to go back and watch it, though. Yeah. Seven I've seen to. I've seen more recently than any except Rogue One, I think. I have not seen seven twice all the way through. Huh. I've seen it at least three times all the way through. It's on, it's on Netflix now, isn't it? No. Rogue oh, One is. shit. I'm going to find it. Um, no, 7, it's, yes, it is basically just a new hope rehashed with mm-hmm. several bigger weaknesses. Yeah. But it does a lot of things right. Um, I, it, I can make an analogy to Justice League. It's, it, maybe on its own, it's not a perfect movie, but it gets me excited for this universe. It gets me to care about these characters, and it has some really great, really Star Wars moments. Yeah. It's, um... Oh god, you're you're gonna have to kind of take the reins on this one just because I haven't seen it forever. Okay. Uh, I something I didn't like was all the member berries. Just any opportunity they had. Oh yeah. To oh yeah. Throw throw back to something. Um, yep. Even the like Kylo Ren was like, uh, "Would you rather us get a clone army or something?" It's like, huh, shut up. Well, I mean, that would be something that they probably would discuss. Yeah. But. Yeah, there are a lot of a lot of just egregious mm-hmm. examples of that. Um, what else? Let's see. Well, I have a couple of specific good scenes I can talk about. Go for the, it. Um, the first escape from Jakku and the Millennium Falcon. Oh, uh, with that, Ray and Finn. Her ability to like fly and like I yeah. got this idea and then like yeah, yeah. and like the the gun jams and she does the like yep. cut off the engine stall and let them let it fall. That's the point. Yeah, yeah, that that was very good. cool. Um, I liked her. Ray has a Ray's basically the new Anakin in that like she is what the fuck What are you doing phone? 
<laughs> I think it recognized what I said, like a word I said and thought it was like, it was basically uh, Google. Huh. Your but voice thing turned on. It's, it's a thing with the new phone. Anyway, um, she, it's like she knows ships inside and out because you see at the very beginning, she's salvaging from the right. Star Destroyer. So like she knows the, the in-depth stuff about ships. Yeah. And then her ability to fly with that experience thing. Yeah. And then just having the force is going to be helpful. Yeah, that's true. So. But yeah, she's that's, that's a little she's, helpful. Yeah. She's very similar to to Luke, especially in that regard. Mm-hmm. I think she's just like she just kind of accidentally got all the right tools for that. Yeah, um, um, it is kind of annoying just how good she is at everything. Yeah, like there's no struggle, which is real would be really helpful I for think character it'll, development. I think it'll get to that. I think uh, the reason that kind of is is because she has the tools to have no struggle in her environment. Okay, uh, but once she starts getting like she like. To put it in simpler terms, put, getting in, getting her into the big leagues mm-hmm. where she's with Luke and then she has to fight Kylo Ren. These people that are actually trained in this stuff, mm-hmm. she's going to be way out of her league. Okay. And it's gonna that's where she's going to be like, holy shit, what's going on? But for right now, she's just been like with these people that don't have the force, um, just fighting stormtroopers, like living on a desert planet. Yeah. So she's been in this environment where the little advantage she has is all she needs okay um my particular complaint was the like the when she mind tricks uh james bond mm-hmm. um i love that it's actually daniel craig yeah no <laughs> that's that is that is my favorite i didn't know thing. who daniel craig was before that like <gasps> how just, dare you because i didn't care and when someone says like that's daniel craig i'm like cool trying to make myself look cool by like knowing what it is but i didn't know who it was um but my issue is how would she possibly know to do that and how should how would she possibly figure that out that fast how would she possibly be able to that's do a good it? question um i feel like that they might explore that with like because i mean even luke says in the in the trailer like i've never seen this much raw power right or i've seen this only once before so right. like it may be kind of the force telling her what to do or she's just like or she's just really smart. Some stuff like if she if and we don't we don't know personally what the force feels like. Right. Like what this is true. Uh so like it could just be where like she feels this connection. Like um it's like if I was like holding onto your arm mm-hmm. and I wanted you to do something, I could make you do that itself like into intuitive okay. as to what I need to do to make you do that. If she has like if like the force kind of gives her this little like grasp on their mind, she can like go do this. Like she had this feeling that okay. if she said that and then like, so I, I think that. that's just kind of the force working. Okay. Yeah. I guess it is explicable. Mm-hmm. It just, it, it, it feels unnatural. The force is deus ex machina. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you need something to happen. And then it like, it happens like the guy who misses the torpedo at the very beginning or at the end of four. Mm-hmm. And then Luke does it. It's just cause of the force. Yeah. So yep. the force can do whatever the fuck it wants. <laughs> um, anything else on seven? Uh, the lightsaber battle at the end is the other one of my favorites. Oh, that one's emotional. Yeah, that one's emotional. The choreography is great because you see Rey, like, she's angry and she kind of doesn't know what she's doing. And then she embraces the force and, like, the way she fights changes. Mm -hmm. And that's really cool and really well done. And it's... And you see Kylo's reaction, too. Yeah. And, like, it's still fast and it looks well choreographed and cool. But at the same time, there's a lot of respect for making it feel impactful. Yeah. And that, I think, sets it above anything in the prequels, mm-hmm. and it puts it on par with, I think, five and six's climactic yeah. duels, which are really good. Um, I really liked uh, Finn's kind of a, attempt at being a Jedi, and then kind yeah. of realizing it's like, oh no, 
nope. raise yeah. the Jedi. Kylo just kind of toys with them for a little while. And yeah. Then... <laughs> um, what else is there? BB-8. Uh, Poe? I am not invested in Poe right now. Yeah, I want to like him, but I haven't seen enough of him. Yeah, yet. exactly. Um, yeah, I think we're just not at a point right now in the movies where we can say too much, just because we have there's right a lot of open ended plots right now. Right. Um. So Rogue One. Rogue One. Um. So this one's my favorite. So you said yes, multiple Is, times. Which one's your favorite? Two. That's what I thought. <laughs> I'm immediately disqualified from ever talking about Star Wars ever again. <laughs> um, something that I'm trying to think just to keep the conversation moving, unless you've got something, I'm just going to keep blabbing nonsense. I can, I can, I can rave about Rogue One for a while, but okay. if you've got something, say it. No, I don't. I was hoping you would. So okay. I, can... <laughs> I was going to say, uh, well, there's a few things I like about Rogue One. Um, one is that it, it takes a very different approach in that it's not a character-centered story. Mm-hmm. The character's we mostly don't care about we get just enough investment to care when they all die at the end spoiler alert what that we know of yeah that i mean <laughs> did you see anyone walking away from that <laughs> I, that's something about star wars is people don't people die yeah people die death it's matters it's like death death happens yeah can i think of anyone that turns out not to be dead you could argue obi-wan forced ghost yeah no i wouldn't cuz they're dead but like his his spirit is still there. He's still yeah. fulfilling his role as a mentor. Yeah, I think everyone's dead. Yeah, I think I think death actually does matter. Which, okay, that's cool. Yeah. Um. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, yeah. No, I I like that. I like that it's not a character centered story. That it's a a plot centered. It's a plot centered story, yeah. which a lot of people they want to see their character driven story. But I I like the fact that they were willing to take a risk and say. No, we're gonna we're gonna tell the story about the series of actions that happened instead of about the characters that were carrying out those actions. Mm-hmm. This is this is the story of how the Death Star plans got stolen, not the story of the people who stole the Death Star yeah. plans. Um, and I, I really like how it's just it's very logical and it just like okay, we've got to go to a place, we've got to kill a thing, we got to get the thing, we got to do this, we got to do that, and it just it's it, the progression is very logical there's no there's no leaps um it just it, it makes sense yeah it feels good um it's a it's a beautiful movie it, it's probably the best looking star wars yeah that's because it's most with recent. the with the exception of creepy cgi tarkin oh god damn it I yeah about that. that is that is one of the definite weak spots yeah <laughs> um, um but like just the well, even even just like the the on planet photography, um, like the the space stuff is all all gorgeous and the effects are all yeah. gorgeous. But like just the the scenes where they're just on a planet and there's no special effects to be seen, they're still very nice. They're mm-hmm. still very pretty. I I personally was not totally on board with uh, um, J- uh, Jen's like sudden change of heart kind of halfway through it like it it was so father driven to find her dad and then like when he died like i i i mean i if i go back and watch i might see the kind of connection better but like think, right now to me it just feels like she's like okay dad's dead i guess i'll, I'll fight with you guys i think it's i i think i think i can explain it because um she, she she's kind of gone under the assumption that he's just working for them that he's broken 
and working for the Imperials. She mm-hmm. says at some point early on that he's basically dead to her. And yeah. She doesn't care. Uh-huh. And like when she sees the deep down, she does care about him as a person, but she's yeah. just kind of pushed those feelings down. And so when he specifically sends her a message saying, look, I'm fighting for the good guys. I have a job for you. That brings up all those feelings. Mm-hmm. That brings her back to. That did make I me have cry something a to bit. fight for. It's a yeah. That's a that's a powerful <laughs> moment. Yeah. Um, and she's like she's she's the the best character because they give her the most. But that's kind of just because they need someone to center the story around. Yeah. And yeah, she's not super well developed, but she doesn't need to be again. That's not what the movie's yeah. about. And they do enough with it, like mm-hmm. this this particular scene. They. They give her a reason to become invested in this fight. Yeah. And I think it does make sense if you think about it. Okay. Um, the end. The end is Holy fantastic. Shit. I get chills and like tears every single time I see that. Yeah. The entire third act is brilliant. Yeah. And I'm, I'm more specific talking about like the moment this thing gets sent. Yeah. Like from then on, it's just high, high tension like insane like i'm yeah. s- like sitting in fetal position on my chair like oh my god oh my god oh my yeah. god oh my god and i mean it's great up to then it's a really good yeah. like land and space battle yeah. really well choreographed and organized and you get to see put uh, together uh red one or red five die yep <laughs> <laughs> does um, he become red leader does luke become red leader in six uh he doesn't, he doesn't really he doesn't fight fly with him. in six yeah, does he, he yeah oh well he's he's rogue leader he's in, rogue leader in five. in five that's right yeah um anyway anyway but uh yeah no it's just it was so cool to see vader go full sith lord that is just the best scene and like the the terror terror in all the all the rebels yeah eyes. that is like just take it go yeah that is uh, that might be the best star wars scene because mm-hmm. Darth Vader is kind of he's been the center basically of all of you've star had wars like so four far. best star wars scenes I've had a bunch that are like <laughs> among the best, but this I've been saving. This is like the actual best. Okay. Because so Darth Vader has been built up as like the center, like this absolutely terrifying monster, mm-hmm. and you don't get that a hundred percent. They try to do it in the prequels some places, and it doesn't work because it's the prequels. Yeah. And then in the original trilogy, it's he's scary, and he's like the 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 big enforcer, stormtrooper leader, and he's he's got some good moments, but there's like. You don't get that scene that just embodies the terror and the uh-huh. power of him until Rogue One. You see Sith Lord. Yeah. And I think that's kind of the... That's the first time you really see Sith Lord. Yes. Like, you see, like, um, Darth Maul doesn't just randomly kill innocents. Dooku's just... A, He's there. there. Um, Anakin, I guess so, but you, not like red lightsaber Sith Lord yet. Yeah. Like, um... But no, like this is the first time you see a Sith Lord mm-hmm. just tearing into people. Yeah, and the way it's shot, it's shot like a horror scene. Yeah, like it's just darkness. You, and see, then, like, you hear the darkness and the sirens, and they're all pointing the guns, and you know what's about to happen. But yeah, you, you hear the breath. Yeah, and then you're like, "Fuck!" <laughs> and it's beautiful. Yeah, it's a really cool. Yeah. Um, anything else? Uh, I mean, like I said, I could talk a lot about how yeah. much I love this one, but. We are at an hour and 10 minutes. We're at an hour and 10 minutes, so we'll... I do one last thing. Um, Mm -hmm. Fuck, it went away. No. I like that they were willing to kill everyone. Yeah? That's nice. They made it feel like it had stakes. There was something I wanted to say in 
the prequels. I forgot about something in the prequels. Doesn't mm. matter. Oh, 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 yes. Um, so just to kind of strip your gears, go back to episode three. All right. Um, when Plagueis, and I think I told you this before. Mm-hmm. When oh, Sidious, that's a good scene I forgot about. When the opera Sidious, scene. yeah, the opera scene. When Sidious is yeah. talking to, or when Palpatine is talking to Anakin, it's kind of he's kind of like he's reaping this, reaping what he sowed so yeah. far. Like he's kind of like he's pulling it out. He's like he's like so now that I've kind of got you here, here's this story that'll finish it off. Um, Evil. He talks about Darth Plagueis, mm-hmm. who he talks. He says the story. As as if it's like ancient Sith history. Yeah. However, he killed Plagueis the night before he was elected chancellor. So it's only been like a few years. Yeah, he did it in episode one. In episode one, Darth Plagueis is still alive. Wow. And I don't know if I told you that before. You did, but I'm pretending I'm surprised. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> Continue this. Um, so what's actually fascinating is that, like that defies the rule of twos, where there's always a master and a, an apprentice. Huh. Because oh, yeah. there's Plagueis... Sidious and then Maul. Yeah, but Plagueis was totally cool with it because Maul was more trained as an assassin rather than a Sith Lord. So it's a it's a light staff, not a light saber, so it doesn't count. It doesn't count. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no that that was one of those things that's like really cool that if you if you didn't actually like read into the mythos, you wouldn't have known that. Okay. So yeah, Yeah. Uh, Darth Plagueis was a banking clan dude. Okay, so he had the weird shaped face, the weird weird long face. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. There's that. Uh. is all i got for good i guess all right shall we yeah, we shall thanks everyone for listening to the this part we're gonna rant about the prequels in a bit so keep listening um even if you are gonna keep listening uh or if you're not or whatever you're gonna do like subscribe and tell a friend uh if you're on youtube subscribe that's what you're supposed to do there right do what? Follow us on SoundCloud yes. and do the iTunes thing. Sorry, I'm trying to like decipher some of my notes. Like the fucking naked I am the Senate. <laughs> uh, if uh, if you're on any of those mediums or if you're on our Facebook page or our Twitter, leave a comment. <laughs> I remember what it is. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now you have to tell us. <laughs> no, I'm, if you want to listen, you'll have to wait till we get there. Ah, okay. Uh-huh. Um, uh, on any of those mediums, leave us a comment. Tell us what your favorite Star Wars movie is and what you're excited for to see in Episode Eight and the. Seriously, Han waiting Solo on movie. more comments. I will shout you out. Yeah, comment. <laughs> we we like to hear people and we like to hear our opinions. Viewer engagement, listener engagement, not viewers. Listener engagement, listener engagement. Good things. Yes. Listen to our faces. Um. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Right. Anyway. Uh. Bye. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 All right, prequels. All right, prequel time. Uh, I guess we'll just kind of like go through them s- sequentially. Let's uh, do it. CGI. Holy fuck in one. Like, okay, Late I understand. 90s CGI. I understand the motion capture. It was new. Like, what the phrase is kind of is Jar Jar walked so that, oh, was it Jar Jar walked so Gollum's, Gollum could run so Avi could fly or Navi could fly? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of like what it is. Uh, but holy shit. I hate when you see CGI. Like, there's one thing with uh, Gollum, too, but with, since we're sticking to Star Wars, Jar Jar's feet, they kind of glide on the floor sometimes. Mm-hmm. They don't stay where they're, where the foot is. Yeah. They just kind of, like, you can kind of see it, like, sliding around a little bit, and it's just like, oh, my God. Yeah. It's so bad. It's, it's distracting and looks rubbery and fake. Oh, good Especially Lord. Especially in episode one. Yeah. Um, just bad cgi yeah uh jar jar's jar jar's like the way he talked i'm wondering what brought them to do that 
George like, Lucas is not creative, and so he made up a he based it on a racially insensitive stereotype. Of, oh, good like, Jamaican people. See, I was kind of thinking that like something. he wanted to go off like a he wanted to make a weird talk character because Yoda did so successfully, and people like I'm sure that was part of it. Talk like Yoda, people would, and like that became kind of a pop or a pop culture thing that everyone knows what that means. And then he was like, "Oh, what if Wisa talks like Visas?" And then people yeah. were like, oh, now Wisa talks like this is, and then... Except Jar Jar had no cultural impact, except that everyone hated him. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> but, like, it it was so inconsistent what he would say. Yeah. Like, he would say I sometimes, but he would say Misa most of the time. Mm-hmm. And, like, just... Half the time, I didn't even fucking understand what he was saying. Right. I actually yeah. had to turn on no, subtitles yeah, at some you, point. you said some quote earlier from Jar Jar, and I was like, huh, I never knew he said that. Like I, I could remember it? the scene. Um, was it the, oh, better dead here than, in, yes, than dead in that the core? One. God, the gods! What's the Misa saying? Yeah, that second half of that. Like, I never understood what he was saying there. Yep. Oh my I feel gosh. really bad for, uh, God damn it. Jake I'm, Lloyd? No, he's no. Anakin. Who's the guy who played? The guy played Jar Jar. I don't know. I got no uh, Ahmed, Ahmed Best. Oh. That's the guy who played it. Okay. Yes. I feel bad for him. Um, he's done a lot of, like, trying to defend himself. Mm-hmm. But people like really attacked him. It's not even it's really not his fault. His fault. It's the way he was written. Yeah, and that's you want, same you, thing with. If you are mad at a character, you blame the writing. Yeah, and it's the same thing with Hayden Christensen. Like he basically lost his career except for like push or not push jumper. jumper. And then that's just because he was given such shit writing. Yeah, he's uh, from what I hear, he's he's been in a few serious movies, and he's actually a fine actor. Yeah. Um. Uh, Anakin, Jake Lloyd. <sighs> He's being treated for schizophrenia right now. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, if... child actors are a bit of a crapshoot at the best of times, but if you can't write them well. Yeah. And just, like, the way he would talk, like, I don't like the way his mouth moved. And, like, just, <laughs> every time he was on screen, I was just like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. And I think it was the writing, and I also think that kid actors just aren't always great. Yeah. Like, you've got your Stranger Things, but yeah, you've got, yep. like, it's hard because they haven't had the training and the experience and yeah, like it's, level. Of it's knowledge. tough to it's tough to direct them. It's tough to talk on them on the right level to yeah. get the right performance out of them. Yeah. Um. So I don't blame him entirely. I just hate that character. Yeah. Um. It's so political. Yeah. The plot is a mess. Oh my god. There's so many. Just like it's like. I don't want to go to a Star Wars movie where it's like the Jedi and there's fighting and there's these awesome like sword fights and there's this exactly. cool stuff. And then to hear, hear a guy say to a queen, I want you to vote no confidence. And it's like, I yeah. don't give a fuck about this politics. I would I would love that plot in a completely different movie. But if Half I'm going, the movie was in the fucking Senate. If I'm going to a Star Wars movie, I am going because I want there's wars heroism, in the stars. There's heroism and action and wars in my stars. I want wars in my stars. Yeah. And weird aliens and lightsabers and that's what i want i don't care about your political negotiations oh and God. i get that he was trying to do something different from the original trilogy he don't. was trying to take it in new directions <laughs> the thing is you have a tried and true formula that fits the tr- kind of story you're trying to tell and i know it's it's a little different because he's so the, the idea of the prequels is basically to tell the rise and fall of darth vader and the senate too right well the it's, fall i mean the it's it's mostly it's mostly a like the the reason the prequels were made was to still tell the story of Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. That's a good story to tell. But turning that into politics and backstabbing and negotiations is not the way to go. You treat it similar to the original trilogy in terms of like there's 
simple themes and simple stories yeah and it's one big tragic heroic arc like i want to we we need to watch this i i think i think we're gonna do star wars for our booze and booze at some point mm-hmm. i want to do episode one and i want to take a drink like a shot every time a political word is said like vote of no confidence negotiations oh boy like stuff like that you're gonna it be just, dead by the end of the first it scene. just gets so political and it's not something i care about someone was telling me earlier this week like if you cut out all the political stuff from like episode one, yeah, <laughs> it, it's literally like under half an hour. Yeah, it's just, it, it doesn't work. It bores the fuck out of me. Yeah, it could be a really interesting story if it's not Star Wars, yeah. if it's not in the Star Wars universe, if it's not trying to be Star Wars. Yeah, and it's something that I actually didn't really pay attention to. I didn't understand it until I watched it this most recent time. Right. This is the first time I've ever watched this movie and gone, okay, and I understand that like, the yeah. senator, the Palpatine wants control of the Senate, so he mm-hmm. has to make sure the Chancellor gets a vote of confidence because he's not doing anything about the invasion of the Boo. And it's like, what the fuck? I don't care. Yeah, I'm just screaming about that. <laughs> yeah, um, it doesn't make sense to kids, and no. the adults don't care. Yeah. Exactly. Um, continuing on, uh, anything else you want to bitch about? Episode one. There's a lot to bitch I about. I mean, there, there's there's plenty. That's, um, that's all I got, like written down specifically. Uh. My favorite stupid scene is the like the beginning when they they send the pump the gas into the room. Oh yeah, and and they send the droids. New is like they must be dead by now. Destroy what's left of them. Yeah, and what then... what you you leave them in there for an hour. You put droids at every possible exit to blast them if they start cutting their way out, and you leave them in there for an hour because they're not going to be able to hold their breath for an hour, and then you send in two hundred droids instead of twenty. Yeah. It's These are like, Jedi. You know what Jedi exact, are, right? Exactly. Like they were. They this were. Is, this is peak Jedi time. It's like their inconsistency of their fear of the Jedi. Because when it was like yeah. they're Jedi, it's like if you ever dealt with Jedi before, we want to get out if you're alive. And then they're yeah. like they gas them for thirty seconds, and then they send like you said, like fucking twenty battle droids. Which I feel like someone should know at this point that battle droids are worthless. Yeah, <laughs> they're a lot better in three. Because they're, like, actually kind of, like, running shit in 3. Yeah. Uh, but, like, it's bit. just... Oh, my God. Like, you know that these are Jedi. You mm-hmm. don't fuck with the Jedi. You fuck up with the Jedi. You get a fucking killed. What was that accent? <laughs> that was a Newt Gunray accent. Kind of. Whatever. Yeah, that was pretty bad. I don't give a shit. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, what else was there? Uh, I Newt Gunray was stupid. Yep. Honestly, the whole Trade Federation is dumb. Yep. Um... I like how they're the laughing stock kind of through the rest of the the prequels. Yes, that was that was good. Um, I, I liked him going out like a wuss in yeah. episode three. <laughs> he said that well, you would Sidious take care of us. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, that's. I mean, that's all I can remember for one. Uh, yeah, one one's a mess. One's um, just terrible. It has it has some good stuff. Um, but yeah, just bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. Uh, Two. So, two. Two is even worse. How is the clone army not known by the Separatists? Because it's being made on a secretive planet that they removed from the Jedi archives. But Palpatine knew about it. He's the one who directed it. Like, there has to have... If you go back and watch, you'll understand what I'm saying. But kind of watching the whole thing, it's like, there's no way that, like... Surely someone questions Palpatine and he didn't want to like blow his cover or something. So he would have to explain what's happening. 
Well, no, I mean, he placed the order in secret, right? Like, and this is a off-the-grid kind of planet. Didn't he place it as Sifo-Dyas? They never really explained that. Yeah. He's um, like, your your Jedi Master Sifo-Dyas placed the order, and it's like, Sifo-Dyas died ten years ago. I'm guessing that either he impersonated him or um, coerced him into doing it and then killed him. That's possible. Um... You actually, there's really no, like, sci actually never shows up in, uh, in any moving and, uh, thing. There's pictures of him, but, like, he never mm-hmm. actually shows up. Yeah. But, uh, it's just, no, there's a, there's a level, if you watch it, go back and watch it, there is a, a there's kind of this, like, like what I said, like, how do they not know about this? Mm-hmm. This has been happening, and it's part of Palpatine, I don't, I'm not sure, I'd have to go back and watch it to explain it better, but it made sense to Gage when I explained it to him. Okay. Um... <sighs> The, Anakin, the Geonosians, Anakin was, like, slaughtering them. Yeah. Should he have done that? They're they're living things, so aren't the Jedi, like, try not to kill? I know do, they do, do not kill do unarmed. Do you mean or Tusken Raiders? No, Geonosians. Geonosians? When's he? When he's, uh, when he gets, like, his lightsaber fucked up and they're in the Jedi. Or in oh, the, yeah. Um, they're in the factory. The droid factory, yeah. Oh, that is a stupid scene. That is the worst scene ever. That was designed to sell video games. And... Yeah, the fucking, um... Hmm. There's literally a video game, like, platforming thing with Padme. She was literally platforming. Yeah. But, like, the uh, the lava thing with, like, R2-D2, like, coming and stopping the lava from dropping on Padme. Yeah. Like, that lava should have dropped on her and then, like, three more. Yeah. By the time R2 actually got there. Yeah. No. That was just like, what the fuck? They just, they needed, they needed some way to capture Anakin and they figured something big and complicated and shiny was better than... So why did they go to the dumb... droid factory? Um, let's see. Because uh, they went to save Obi Wan. They went to so save they went to Obi Wan, and so they landed on Geonosis. Did they just assume he was going to be in the Droid Factory? I think that that's where they landed. They landed right by the Droid Factory, and they're like, "Oh, this looks like something. Let's go inside. <laughs> let's see what's going on." It's just oh uh, no. Oh 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 oh! Something that's actually good. Um, they don't explain it, but in when Obi Wan is um talking to talking in his ship when he's on Geonosis. Um, and you see like the Geonosian kind of come up on the, um, like up on a cliff. Mm-hmm. He kind of comes out and like sees him and then tips off yeah. whoever he needs to. So in the Boba Fett books, Boba Fett actually is the one that gets that guard's attention. He sees a piece of glass. He sees Obi-Wan sees, uh-huh. and who he recognizes from when he visited on Kamino. Okay. And then he gets a piece of glass and kind of shines it on this guard who's not paying attention on his eyes. And that's when that that Geonosin comes out and sees. Oh, interesting. So that kind of like fills that little gold. That yeah. or, there wasn't a hole. That would have been totally fine. No, but it's, it's but a it's little, a nice little connecting it's a cute little backstory. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, Generally, I don't like cute little backstories, but that's a good one. That was a very yeah. It was a very minor thing, and it kind of like showed that Boba Fett was kind of starting to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else is there? Um, um, how bad are are these assassins at assassinating a senator? Oh like, my god! You know where she sleeps, so you're gonna send bugs <laughs> in there instead of just nuking the entire floor. Yeah, like it. Honestly, there's so. Oh, oh my god! Like, okay, your plan to blow up the ship failed because you had a decoy. Okay, you know where she's sleeping. You, you're gonna send in bugs to try again. Okay, well, why? If, why if not you're use okay bombs with an again? Yeah, if you were okay with an explore. Ex- no, exploration oh my God. if you're okay with explosion for the first one like that was not subtle at all why be subtle for the next one because he says we have to be more subtle this time why exactly because <laughs> the screenwriter said so 
Because they wanted that, like, intense moment where it's like, oh, is she gonna get died? And then, like, and then R2, you kind of goes, hey, is there people in here? Oh, there's no people in here. And then, <laughs> and then, uh, Ob- and then Obi-Wan's like, I, f- I-, I sense something, or Anakin's like, I sense something. And then Obi-Wan's like, I sense it too. And then they run in. And then somehow, by the grace of the gods, or whatever the religion is in, for Anakin, he doesn't cut his fucking girlfriend's face off. <laughs> yeah. How does he not? How does? The, uh... I don't know. And then and then Obi Wan jumps out a window because that's totally in character with yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. And then that thing doesn't have a self destruct button and it flies right back to its owner because that's totally in character with that little robot. Yeah. And the assassin shoots the droid instead of shooting the helpless human dangling from it because that's <laughs> totally in her character. <laughs> and then. <laughs> And then, oh, also, and then uh, Padme's assistant's like, are you okay? No, she's not fucking okay! Did you see what just happened? There was bugs, and then they, and then Anakin came in, oh. swung his lightsaber th- three inches from her face, and, and then Obi-Wan jumped out a fucking window! And then R2-D2 fails to adequately deus ex machina, which is not in his character. <laughs> no, she's not okay! Jesus! And then, and then that whole, that whole chase through the streets, like... I get it. You want to have your car chase, and it makes sense. There's going to be traffic there, but it just it it was just artificial and CGI. And oh look, Anakin's going to jump a thousand stories down out of a thing and be fine because physics don't matter physics, anymore because exactly. he's a Jedi. And also, he's just like sprinting through that parking lot of speeders, and he still managed to find the right one with the right speed capabilities. Blah blah blah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like. Also, how do keys work in this universe? Right, he just keys? fucking he like he hops hot-wired in they, with his mind. Are they like, <laughs> are they like under the, the little sun flap thing like yeah, they are like, in, mo- in like very no, stereotypical movie? You literally no, saw he just, nothing. He, he just jumps gets in, in and, and turns on. Leaves. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know. And then like they get her down into the into the uh, the little cantina place, and she's a shapeshifter, turn into someone else, turn into besides yourself. Yeah, exactly. Why does she go and try to kill Obi Wan? That's the exact way you get yourself killed. No, you just you sneak you out, sneak the fuck out. That's what you do. That being said, I do love the little death sticks exchange. <laughs> I want to buy some death sticks. I want to sell any mini dicks. I don't uh, want to sell any death sticks. I want to go good. home and rethink your life. I want to go home. You know what that guy's name is? Oh, I used to know it. Sleazebagano. Yeah. Oh, I told you that. <laughs> I told you that. No. Maybe you told me that. I might have told you that. I know I told Sean that. Okay. She thought it was hilarious. I think I told you that. I think I saw it somewhere else. Oh. But you know yeah. what the you know what the little monkey guy? Oh, we never talked about Jabba. Oh, yeah. That doesn't matter. We Too can late. talk about him in the ugly. <laughs> ah, get it, you big fat slug. Um, what else is there? Uh, so I'm kind of like going through episode two. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then, I mean, he cuts off his, cuts off his, cuts off her arm, which is kind of a dick move. He they just, just they stopped just, her. They needed an homage to the cantina scene from New Hope. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Uh, Not that that justifies it. Django totally just assassinates her. Yep. Which I guess that's reasonable. Which, okay, but you have three unsuspecting people that you need dead in your sights. Why just pick one of them? Yeah. <laughs> With something that will leave a trace that they can then trace you back to where you're from. Yeah, you literally, the, it's the it's worst the markings on the side that give it hover, away. Worst bounty <laughs> hover. <laughs> Neither of us can fucking talk. Worst bounty hunter ever. Yep. Cut that out, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not editing that out. I'm not editing uh, any of this. I know. <laughs> um, actually, you're going to edit this one. Oh, yeah. I've edited the past few. Yep. Anyway, my turn. Um, what else is there? Um, the the romance is like oh yes the worst thing ever. Oh my god. Okay. Um. Okay, no, that's an episode three. But like everything Anakin says is so fucking rapey. Yeah. It's just like 
you've got like oh i mm. it, it's cringeworthy every time yeah, he talks yeah no i i don't see why uh i don't a, even know what specific smart, one to talk strong, about no. i guess uh. we'll just start with like kind of the first one where it's like uh uh you've amy grown. you've grown so, so have you, you my lady i mean grown more, more beautiful, beautiful i mean, I mean. and she's oh my god and you'll always be the little boy i knew on tatooine wow that's and that okay if that's not a sign if that's not like a hint for the guy to hit on the girl now i don't know what is you'll always be that little boy i knew on tatooine he's like oh she's so into me i don't even <laughs> I, I mean i would take that as oh i can she just remembers me as a little kid she doesn't yeah. see me as a real man now yeah uh, uh what else is there the sand i don't like sand it's so like skin which is like soft and yeah sex or whatever <laughs> uh that weird bdsm scene kind of thing where she had like the, the oh the weird the leather, leather outfit with thing, her yeah. collar and he was like i can't breathe and then she's like she also doesn't know how to dialogue yeah well. like it's not even anakin in that scene she's also really weird yeah oh god it's uh, haunted by the kiss i never should have given you yeah ever since oh. that kiss like i can't breathe and then then the fucking arena like where they're like, i truly deeply, deeply love, love you, you. Like, where the fuck did that uh, come from? Oh, uh, like, I'm internally cringing really hard just thinking like, about it. Honestly, uh, the breath in each, like, it just, the breath, I felt hot. I felt like someone's bringing thing on my neck. I know. It's <laughs> like, you, you know when you're, like, 10 and you, like, look away whenever there's a kissing scene in the movie and you're I like, I do Ew. that in number 21. No, like, that that moment I still do yeah. to this day. It's so bad. Okay. Can we stop uh, talking about that grapey sh- rapey shit one more one more when okay. they're on the transport ship going to naboo in disguise and he's like trying to justify how jedi are encouraged to love oh yes it's like yeah that's admittedly that is horny 18 year old logic but it's still creepy yeah it's like uh <laughs> i forgot about that scene we're like i mean honestly and this too this isn't even like the romance related it's like the, he covers up his uniform mm-hmm. but not his his, his obvious Jedi hair. Yeah. Like, change your fucking clothes. Don't just put this disgusting rag over yourself. Mm-hmm. And then do something with your little stupid pigtail, rat tail thing. Yeah. Um, Brett Ratner tail. Brett, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the arena. Um, so, this is something I don't really understand. Is that if... Why would... All of these Geonosians go and watch an execution that will last a solid 10 seconds of the monsters from their cage to the, to the posts. Cause, Cause like if, if, if Obi-Wan's had worked, it would have been a nice set, like stabbed to the head and he's yep. dead. If Anakin's worked, it would have just, just been smashed against There's the thing. Just Anakin it's splattered all around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then if Padme's worked, that one would have been like slightly entertaining just because it's a small thing that has to kind of work at it. Mm-hmm. But like, it's like they expected these things, the 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 victims to fight back. Give them give them weapons and and let them run around a little bit. Yeah, and then exactly. you've got a show. Yeah, it's just like it's it's like they wanted to go for the the Coliseum gladiator matches exactly gladiator came out in 2000 episode 2 came out in 2002 2002 yes coincidence probably not definitely probably. not it's probably a coincidence no it is definitely, definitely not george lucas saw it's definitely a coincidence Matt. okay one's good and one's not huh. that's true <laughs> um but no like if it's like they wanted the gladiator match but they didn't want 
Well, they to I, give the Jedi their weapons because they know they'd win. Yeah, they're like <laughs> they know they need to execute them, but they also had to get in the arena scene, and so they just smushed the two ideas together. It's like, and it's why just would stupid. you? Why would you take the chance with a Jedi? Exactly. You just you 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 have them trapped. You shoot them in the head. Obi Wan, he's in that little. You cut off their thing. head. He has a, a yeah. dark, Count Dooku has a fucking lightsaber. Just cut off yeah. their fucking heads. Count Dooku is in the room, and Obi Wan is completely trapped and completely immobilized. Why would you take him out of that and give him an opportunity to do anything? You just count Dooku. You take Whose your plan and... was this anyway? Was it Palpatine's? If I Palpatine think... knew the power, well, Palpatine wouldn't try to kill Anakin. I think it was Newt Gunray's plan. I think that's what we're meant to believe because he kind of is like organizing the, the yeah. thing. But but still, I know you're stupid, Newt Gunray. But you got Count Dooku though. Count Dooku, you you, you tell your man Gunray. You, you say no, this is a stupid idea. They're going to get out and they're going to kill everyone. What you just do like is... they did in Episode One? Exactly. They fucked me up twice now. Yeah, <laughs> get it together, man. Just. Let me cut off their heads right now. Good How about Lord. that? Jeez. That, it just, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. And then, like, did they not do, they did, did no one, like, really kind of realize what was happening when a bunch of these, like, hooded human or, like, hooded not Geonosin people started coming into the arena? How did every, know. how did, like, the entire Jedi Council and everyone get in there? Just... Like, everybody. How did they sneak in and no one goes, hey, like, it's like, hey, Fred. Like another Geonosian. <laughs> yeah. It's like, if you had like three hooded guys come by. Cut to one week earlier, Geonosian Coliseum ticket office. We just got an order for like 200 tickets from Coruscant. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think that's all about? Fred's like, yeah. I don't know. What's going on with I mean, this? He's like, we'll take I don't the know. money. All right. We'll hold the tickets for him. <laughs> it's for, uh, let's see. The name is a uh, Waste Mindu. Waste Mindu. <laughs> he switches like... the first letters to disguise it. <laughs> <laughs> fit kisto <laughs> it's just like really like just tax she like just really like just switching the na- first letters it's like they'll never guess anything <laughs> oh, no. oh my god and yeah. it's like and they really they specifically asked for most of them to be really spread out like it was just like <laughs> yep it's like so are we gonna sell the tickets i'm like i mean yeah it's the money but like but this was one really 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 wants to be up on the up on the like the the, the, the Caesar's thing, throne yeah. thing. Well, like, I guess expen- yeah, he paid for it. It's he, expensive. Yeah, and this, yeah. he's from Coruscant. They they make money. So. Yeah, no, they're they're all rich there. God damn it! <laughs> Seriously, just like someone should have noticed something. Yeah. That's what the Geonosian. That's a pretty like. good Geonosian impression. <laughs> yeah, right? Not gonna lie. Uh, um, we snob it, you Remember that? Yes, that's, that's when Zam. That's, that's when Zam gets yep. shot. I, I said that right before Zam said it, like, and Sean was like, wow, I'm actually impressed you remembered that. <laughs> yep. um, um, and then, like, all the Jedi show up, and it's what should be Nerdgasm moment of the year, because you get a hundred Jedi running around with lightsabers fighting yep. a droid army, but again, it's just CGI nightmare fest. Yeah, and, and 95% of them all die. I don't, yeah, like, <laughs> you've made Jedi out to be these unkillable masters of power, and then slaughter a hundred of them in a minute that i i'm getting mixed messages here movie i don't know what you want me to think and why if they expected this to work why do they have the entire jord army prepared i I don't even know yeah like why because i know the factory is near there but why is your droid art you surely you're preparing the droid army to ship it off to go fight somewhere else it's not yeah they've literally got the okay this must have been a palpatine thing then 
If you want to justify the whole thing, he's like, okay, put them in the arena. They're going to fucking win. They're going to live because they're Jedi and you can't kill Jedi. Maybe, yeah, maybe it is a trap. Yeah, He gives them an opportunity and he's like, okay, the Jedi are going to come try to rescue these people. Mm -hmm. We set a trap for them. Okay. That's possible. It's still stupid. It's still fucking stupid, yeah. It's possible. Yeah. Well, I mean, it did kick off the full-scale war, the Clone Wars. That's true. Yeah. So I think that was just an entire thing. Like, lure the Jedi to come save these other Jedi. Yeah, because the clones come in, so he's... Yeah. And he kind of controls the clone army, And you army, literally so. have... You have the clone... You have the entire clone army, but then you also just happen to have an entire droid force that can combat the entire clone army. Yeah. So there has to have been okay. Palpatine, like, pulling strings on that this. That starts to make slightly more sense. But they didn't know... They didn't do anything to tell there's you no, that. There's no explanation. <laughs> we shouldn't have to sit here and talk about it for 15 minutes to figure out why something yeah. happened on a podcast in a Star Wars movie. Yeah. Something real cerebral. Years yeah, later. sure, but like this is this is supposed to be a straightforward action adventure fantasy sci fi and space thing. Yeah, not I have to think about it for fifteen minutes to understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. So another thing that I really didn't understand is the Death Star plans. Those Death Star plans looked very very complete. Why fifteen years later was Galen Erso still working on them? Because they retconned the prequels out of existence. Please do. <laughs> that would be great. If Days Disney of Future just goes, Past It. Huh? Days of Future Past It. Yeah. <laughs> just like Disney goes, all right, uh, we're going to retry. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I would love to see them try to redo the prequel story. Because I think there is something in there with the fall of Darth Vader. Absolutely, yeah. If, if we turn him into this tragic heroic character, then, yeah, there's something cool you could do mm-hmm. with that. They just didn't do it. Yeah. Because there's... You don't. The, the problem is you don't see him as a good guy that you care about before watching him fall. Yeah, and they don't give him a great reason. You to get fall. an annoying little kid, a whiny teenager, and then uh, okay acting. There's there's a couple minutes of like good character development. You kind of care about him at the beginning of three. Yeah, and the the scene that we mentioned, the Ad Anakin's ruminations. Ruminations. That's it. Yes. Okay. Like there's a couple of good scenes in three, but like that is we wanted two movies worth of character development before that. Yeah. We did not get that. We did not. We didn't care about that character. His reason for his downfall doesn't make a ton of sense. Um, like, there should be a great story there, but they just did not tell it. Yeah. Um, Want to move into three? Uh, Unless you got more. Oh, I want to about... complain about the final lightsaber oh, fight yes. in two. Yoda fighting with a lightsaber is the stupidest that thing of all time. That was a big headache. Yes. Like, it just made no sense. Yeah. Like... The whole point of Yoda in the original trilogy is that he doesn't need a lightsaber. He's not a fighter. He's a yeah. monk, basically. Yeah. He's he's the monk side of the warrior monk. He's the wise and, one. Yeah. And giving him a lightsaber and, and watching him do flips, why does he need a cane? Like, yeah. What? It's 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 stupid and it's it's not even fan service. It's it's 10-year-old service. Yeah. Honestly, like I have never ever liked that fight. No. Like I liked the, I liked okay, I liked uh, barring the bad choreography and the fact that that was definitely not Christopher Lee fighting, um, it, I liked Anakin, like, I'm taking him now, like, just being that arrogant. Yeah, there were some good moments in that part. Um, and then, like, I don't know. That, um, yeah, it's so bad. It's just, I think two is definitively the worst. Why? 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 
I mean, when I get really like, okay, I think this is a kind of a hint towards like the, how I work. It's like the more frustrated <laughs> I am at something, the more I'll stutter trying to get into it just because like I try to understand it, but I just can't. Yeah. But why would Count Dooku drop that pillar on Anakin and Obi-Wan if he's fighting Yoda, who is like a million times more powerful in the force than him? I mean, I under, okay, it's to, it was to distract Yoda. Yeah. But like. He could have done something better than, well, I don't know. I guess he didn't want to kill them. Maybe, like, he has orders from Palpatine, like, don't kill Anakin, because I want him to kill you. I mean, I want him to succeed. <laughs> it's like, let's just, what if he did yeah. that one time? He's just like, oh, Anakin, I'm actually going to let let Anakin kill you. Uh, kill Grievous. Your, your friend, your good friend, General Grievous, is, <laughs> is he's expendable. <laughs> That'd been hilarious. Yeah. Um. All right. Yeah, that's. The, uh, yeah, two is so bad. Two is a mess. There's almost I mean, nothing redeeming. Granted, the, um, oh, the, uh, when they're, when they're, so, like, the beginning of the Clone War, from go, moving from the arena to the, uh, fight, like, when, uh, Padme gets knocked out of the thing, mm-hmm. and Anakin starts, like, losing it, and, like, he's like, put the ship down! And then Obi-Wan's like, fucking stop! Like, we have a much bigger deal going on. She is fine. Yeah. <laughs> she is bad, but she can take care of yourself. Of herself. Of herself, yeah. Of yourself. <laughs> um, she can take care of your fine self. I did like the... Uh, that was weird. I don't know why I did that. What, what'd you do? I ignored you. She can take care of your fine self. I'm uncomfortable. Me too. All right. Um, but no, I, I, I liked the... Uh, kind of the the fighting like the the after one of the big trade federation ships came down and mm-hmm. it was just dust or like sand and you just saw like the lights like the lasers flying that was pretty cool there's one pretty good shot yeah yeah um it kind of showed like the 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 war it's like kicked off and this was like this just is actual war fucking chaos yeah, yeah. it's um, still a bit of a cgi nightmare fest but yeah i mean i i like i get it it is it is chaotic and yeah what else happened yeah. in uh, yeah. All right. That's all I got for that. Okay. I think, um, I think I'm out of stuff to complain about for two. All right. Three. Three. We we said some good things about three. We had some good things, but Honest... I've got a lot of bad. Okay. Um, Honestly, in my book, three is about on par with six. Really? Yeah. It's definitely below six for me. Okay. I think six has like the better good moments, but a lot of six I don't love. Yeah. Okay. So. I think three had more. I think three, it's good moments are drastically better than a bad moments in in three than any yeah. other movie has that kind of like differentiation yeah like there's a lot of prequelisms but there's a lot of really there's good some scenes. there's some really good high points yeah. which we already mentioned so yeah. we're just going to complain about the bad stuff uh so the baby how is that good in any way for them they've been trying to keep it a secret people are going to notice she's pregnant people are going to start asking questions they're going to start putting shit together, which I'm surprised no one else put together. I'm pretty sure Yoda did. But yeah, he, like, Yoda, Yoda kind of does. But, like, like, how does nobody fuck? And they just, like, hugged and kissed right there in the middle of the Senate yep. floor or whatever, like, at the very beginning. Which, I forgot to mention, aside from the fact that it is really stupid that they're just being so open about everything, that is a good moment in the acting. Yeah. It's, they haven't seen each other in forever. Yeah, like, and yeah. Hayden Christensen, like, when she tells him he's pregnant. His reaction. When she tells him he's pregnant. <laughs> Anakin, <laughs> you're I guess pregnant. Like, you, you're pregnant. You yeah. might have been feeling some weird queasiness. And... It's a face hugger. 
Oh God! <laughs> but, no, like his like his facial reactions. He just kind of goes through like the like the, the shock, coaster. the oh crap, the wait. This is really cool. I'm super happy about this. He goes through that in like mm-hmm. three seconds, and it is really good acting. Yeah. Hayden Christensen is a really good face actor. He's got the he's got the face. Yeah. Where did his scar come from? They never explain that. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. It's supposed to show that he's battle hardened. It's that's cool. unexplained backstory that I am fine with. Okay. Um, now. This is my favorite thing. This is so kind of the general, what I usually say about Lucas is Lucas doesn't know how the fucking world works. Mm-hmm. One of them is, well, I, I found out recently by you, how is Lucas married? He's not. How was Lucas married? Because this is a line that an exchange between Anakin and Padme. You're so, uh, he's staring at her. She goes, what? He said, you're so beautiful. And she goes, only because I'm so in love. And he says, no, it's because I'm so in love with you. And she's like, so love has blinded you? Fucking none of that makes sense. That is not how. That's not how romantic conversations happen. Romantic, like he's none trying. None of this makes sense. He's trying to do the the quirky rom com like dialogue, and it is so painfully wrong. Like it's okay. I'm gonna break this down. So. She's she's she, uh, she's new just, segment. Preston breaks down a stupid line from the prequels. Brushing her hair. And he's like staring at her. It's reasonable. And she I've goes, what? And he's like, you're so beautiful. Reasonable. That's why he's staring at her. Yeah, and she goes, I think only because that. I'm so in love. Okay. Uh... So, so what do you mean by that? Do you mean you're glowing because you're in love and you, you feel happy and it's coming across to make th- you more beautiful? I think that's what we're meant to understand. And then he goes, no, it's because I'm so in love with you. So you're saying you 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 think that she's ugly to everyone else. Yeah, you're saying you wouldn't think she's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Or, so you're saying or, she's or, ugly. Or are you saying the fact that he loves her gives her this glow, it projects it onto her, giving her no agency in the love. Possibly. And that's that's another sexist solution there. Yeah. And then he says and then so he says that and then she says, So love has blinded you. So now this is multiple things. One, is she trying to make a joke saying like Oh, I'm not attractive. You're so much in love that you can't see that I'm not attractive, blah, blah, blah. But the way she says it, it's legitimate concern. I took it as a joke. I did not. Like, she was just like, so love has blinded you? Like, an actual concern. I I don't think there's any. I think that was definitely supposed to be a joke. It did not come across a joke for me. Okay. That just. That's the false. it, it, It is. I mean, it is a bad exchange. That exchange is just. Oh my god! Yeah, very. When cringy. I watched that happen, I had to watch it three times to actually like write down everything verbatim. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, "This is fucking terrible." Yeah, no. <laughs> um, Grievous is garbage. Fuck him. He's such a cool concept. We don't even though. know what alien he is. He's just this thing that has a cold. <laughs> I yeah no he's he's What's a the situation captain. <sighs> <clears throat> no, but he's he's a cool concept like a like a. a guy that's he he was alive and he's just been reduced to almost nothing and so he's mostly droid yeah sort of like a foreshadowing like Darth Vader and or, it yeah. makes sense that you'd have a guy like that leading the droid army mm-hmm. but just because the prequels can't do anything right he's badly written and oh we've got to give him four lightsabers so he's four times as scary and then we gotta have him I've been trained in the Jedi arts by Count Dooku so that you can immediately cut off two of my arms and yeah. I give up immediately and run like a weird spider thing yeah, <laughs> he's just—he's that's a waste. Yeah, it's a waste of a who good voice idea. Who voice acted him? 
Uh, not anyone famous, as far as I recall. It's clear. <laughs> um, where did where did Aunt, oh Dad's home? Where did Palpatine come up with the name Vader? So the way he says it, he says, "Uh, you shall be called Darth Vader." Vader. That sounded more like uh, Sean Connery. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I have a theory. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Anakin. Or, yeah, Anakin, Anakin, um, off screen was drinking out of a cup of coffee, and on the bottom of the coffee was Vader mugs. I don't get it. Is that a company? It's a, it's a no, it's a reference to a different movie. Oh, never mind. You probably haven't. I haven't seen it. Okay, no, um, I, I, he just looked around the room, and there was something with like Vader products on it or something. And he's like, "That's a cool name. I'm going to steal that." <laughs> Or it was like a like he had like swim trunks or something on like on his wall and they were waiters. Yeah, but the, one of the V part of the V was like yeah. left off. It's like Vader. Hmm. <laughs> but like he says it, he kind of he, he stops. He thinks about it right then. Yeah. So my initial thought is like, where did he come up with that name? Just right off the spot. And the other one is like, if he'd been thinking about that, he should have said it quicker. Yeah. Like if he's had Either, that name planned out yeah. because he's been planning like. If you've been planning to have someone come under your wing and you're going to change their name, surely you'd have their, like, your child. Most people have the name of their child figured out pretty early on. Yep. Does he not? Yeah, either... Was he, like, does he have that little confidence in himself that he thinks he's going to fail? Yeah, either he just hasn't come up with the name or he's overacting for the sake of it. Yeah. Um, Hamming it up for Anakin. Yeah. Uh, actually, actually... I, I thought of something that makes sense. He doesn't want to give away that he's been, been planning trying this. to turn okay. Anakin. But I feel like it's kind of obvious. Like, well, well, yeah, because it's all badly written. Well, yeah, no, because there's actually like, that exchange where it's like, you're the Sith Lord. And he's like, join me. Like, it's obvious that he's been trying. Yeah. To, he basically says, like, yeah, I've been I've been fucking seducing you yep. for the past when you were a baby. Speaking of naked Darth Sidious. Uh, I'm not there yet. <laughs> uh, uh, Order 66. Oh, wait, no, that was the good thing. Yeah. Order that 66 was, is... That's a is, good scene, though. That is that that's is a good, a good scene. This, yeah, sequence the, scene? Uh, that's a very fine it, line Montage. There. Yeah, montage. montage. That's the word. Uh, I get the feels even when I hear that song. Yeah, it's it's a good track, and yes, it's a little silly to see the Jedi go down that easily, but also they're being taken completely, completely by surprise. Completely by surprise, yeah. Um, it, it, it's, a, it's a very effective scene. Yeah. Um, another thing. So, so, uh, so I'm a little confused on how the Senate's like totally fine with this line under a first galactic empire. Does that not send anyone Yay. in to go? Uh, wait a second. Uh, what? If this is anything like real world politics, then like half the people in there like got up and started filibustering immediately and, like, <laughs> it's like no but like I mean, everyone even et was like yay no one no one's gonna respect the process no one is like are they that burnt out on democracy i because you're meant you're meant to get the feeling over time that he's kind of gradually taking power but it just feels like all of a sudden he's like i'm gonna be the emperor now yeah and the justification and for it. it like that that scene is like the the uh my conflict with the Jedi has left me scarred uh and deformed blah 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 blah. First but we Black killed Empire. all the Jedi, so now there's no more threats for the safety and security of, of yeah. It's of like us. Let's do an Empire. Yeah. It, what? And, and everyone's like, yeah, totally cool. 
uh, Padme's the only one that's going to object to the the death of democracy. Yeah, she's just sitting there. It's like the uh, that's how democracy dies with thunderous applause. Which I don't understand that line. I kind of do, but I, I thought it was a good line. Yeah, honestly, okay. well, a lot of um, people hate it, but I kind of like it. Obi Wan. So refers to Palpatine as the Emperor before he knows that the Empire exists. <laughs> oh, snap. The, uh, if you go back and watch, it's like the very next scene when Obi-Wan like gets back and he like, he, uh, I think it's when he's looking at the holotape of uh, Anakin, like the security tapes. Uh-huh. And he's like, uh, it's the Emperor or something like that. It's like, there is no way that you have heard the news that it's an Empire now. Are you sure he didn't get on his phone, get on uh, <laughs> uh, Galactic CNN? <laughs> Was it like... GNN? Isn't GNN a... Isn't that Gotham News Network in the Dark so. Knight trilogy? Yeah. Something like that? No, I think it's GCN, Gotham Central News or something. Might be. But yeah, no, th- I noticed that. I was like, there's no way that he knows that already. I don't know. Um, I'm guessing the news would have been everywhere. Anakin's descent was rather instant. Yeah, there was like... they. <laughs> They try to set it up a little bit in two with mm-hmm. like him slaughtering the Tuscan Raiders and stuff yeah. and like his his railing against Obi-Wan. But like he's that's, totally fine in the beginning of three. Yeah, that's that's not how you structure a descent. You like you start out making us like him. And then along the way, you start to force him down this path. You don't make him this unlikable, like got some serious issues yeah. guy from the start. Like if you do it well enough, you got to make us kind of like go down the path with him. Yes. But there was none of that. Yeah, you. The the best way to do it would be to make it make us be like, okay, I understand every step exactly. in his path to the dark side. Yeah. yeah. Um but like it was so let's let's kinda take a walk down his let's, path. Let's unpack it. this. Uh yes. so he has a shadow that's Darth Vader. That's kind of the first that actually isn't in the movie, which I was disappointed by. Hmm. You you're not talking about, right? Yeah, the, yeah. the poster. Um so his first kind of like anger is Obi Wan holding him back. Right? Like when he um, he's, he's not angry, he's like talking to Padme and they're packing to go, and he's like doing the little force with the little ball thing, and he's yeah. like, "Yeah, uh, I am proud to be his Padawan, blah blah blah." But like, I'm ready to do, I'm ready for the trials, blah blah blah. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so and he's then, feeling held back, and then like the then next thing you see, he's like, it. "He's holding back," and it's yeah. like, "Chill the fuck out, dude." Yeah, no, like that that level of, we're we're. Because George Lucas doesn't understand how people work, yep. that that scene is meant to be like subtly like planting the seeds. Okay, maybe this is a a seed of resentment. Yeah, and if you write that well, it's like, yeah, no, I'm I'm really glad to be this guy's apprentice. Like, I'm I, I want to get out and do more in the world, but like I'm excited to be learning from this great Jedi. There's a way to frame that scene, mm-hmm. to write that scene that makes it. But so he like that immediately goes into. Seed. So so that's that's kind of where you are in two. Where yeah. like he's he's a little frustrated, and at the beginning of three, he's totally fine again. Yeah, he's back to he's back to normal, and it's like like we said, the beginning of three, like the space fight, like that's some of the best character development for Anakin yeah. in the entire trilogy. Yeah, and then you see, and then his anger is gone. Yeah, and then three three is the development from the side of fear of losing his love of Padme. There's right. no more anger towards Obi Wan. He's afraid of losing, and he'll do what he can to save her. Right. So it's fear. So there's that you don't see continuation. It's like you're walking and then you jump backwards and then you're walking in a different path. Yeah. It's they didn't they didn't know how to write his whole arc. Um so he was like he was he was sad, he was like, I'll do what I can. Um and then like 
uh, and then he realizes Palpatine's this bad guy, and he's like, oh, shit, uh, okay, uh, I'm going to go do the right thing. I'm going to go tell Mace Windu, and he's like, okay, stay here. We don't want you to do anything crazy. And he's like, mm-hmm. okay, I'll stay here. And he goes, Mace Windu goes off, and then Anakin is like, if I lose Palpatine, I'm losing my wife. So yeah. he's like, I'm going to go try to save him. And the next step is slice Windu's hand off, fucking kill the guy. And it's like, I will kill younglings for you. Yeah. That was instant. Yeah, it's out of nowhere. <laughs> and I, I think part of the problem is we are not invested in him caring about Padme, partly because that romance has been really, oh, so really bad. badly developed. <laughs> and partly because I think most people, like aren't going to go crazy over a premonition of someone dying like, yeah. or over just like basically a dream of yeah, someone just a dying. nightmare. Like, no, it's not fun. And you're like, you, yeah. you wake up and you're depressed the next day, but you don't, you don't go on a killing spree. You don't like betray everything you know and love because mm-hmm. of a dream. Yeah. People like, I get that it makes sense in this universe for a force sensitive person, but for a normal human being on the planet earth in the year 2005, watching that movie, you do not emotionally connect with that. You, yep. it, the fault, the fall of the dark side is just it feels really instantaneous and yeah. worse and bad. So for a for a descent like this, usually like uh, let's use Fisk for an example. Okay. Like you see his kid, you see him as a kid yeah. and he's kind of struggled and then you jump forward what like 30 years or something and you see this monster that is killing people. Yeah. And you're like, "Okay, something happened in the course of 30 years." Yeah. But in this movie, you see a sad Anakin and then like that night, you see him slaughter younglings. You're like, yeah. whoa! Yeah, that's why to do this trilogy right, you you <laughs> open you open like you have to start. I think the first trilogy on like at least teenage Anakin. Yeah, and then you you start out and you make him very likable. You make him just this cool kind of like the idealized version of Luke at the end of the Return of the Jedi. He's I mean maybe he's still learning, but like he's getting out there and he's fighting the good fight and he believes in truth justice in the Coruscantian way and, <laughs> <laughs> and uh you, you make him likable and you care about him but you start planting some seeds where you can see where he might go wrong long term mm-hmm. you give him uh, the attachment to Padme if that's well done you say stick okay stick with it yeah he's in love that is something that could cause problems yeah maybe he feels like he's well being in love causes problem kids <laughs> never Stay do it love. love love is bad <laughs> that's not true love is pretty good um one of the the I, i've heard some defenses of the prequels and um one point that i liked in one of them was that a lot of this the tension between obi-wan and anakin comes from the fact that obi-wan is he's a good jedi but he's kind of just a normal run-of-the-mill jedi yeah in terms of abilities and understanding of the force Anakin was conceived by the Force. He is a superpower Jedi. No wonder he's going to be held back. It's yeah. like it's like the the A plus honor student being taught by a B the, student being tutored by like a B or C student. Yeah. It's it that's the analogy that they used, mm-hmm. and I like that. That makes sense. But I want that explored more. Yeah. I want I want to see Anakin grow into this resentment. Get to a point where he's like, okay, I don't think I've learned anymore. I don't think I can learn anymore. I don't like I don't have anywhere to develop. Yeah. As a Jedi, I'm I'm ready to go out on my own, but like Obi Wan won't let him. Yeah, and that starts to build resentment instead of just oh, Anakin's resentful because the screenwriter said so. Yeah, I think it would have been a lot better if they just ignored the him being held back. 
because mm-hmm. like they really attached to that in two, but they also had like the loss of his mother. Yeah. And that kind of sparked the, like the fear of losing his wife too. Yeah. Which, which is understandable. But then like they attach so much, like he's holding me back and throwing the thing across the, the yep. weirdly long, uh, 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 garage. Yeah. You ever, you ever like realize how long it's, it's in the, like the hang time is weirdly long. Yeah. Um, but then the next time they kind of touch on that is when they're like, uh, you're on the council, but we're not grant you the rank of master. He kind of gets a little upset. That's the only other time they talk about being held back. Yeah. They never, they never talk about them. They attach to like the him, like the loss. Yeah. They needed to stick to one. Yep. I think they could do both well if they take three movies to develop them. If they do them, them both right. together. Yeah. Instead like, of doing one, then the other. Going back to his mother's death. That's another thing that I think could have done, been done much better. Because mm-hmm. partly like, okay, so he went off and was a Jedi for 10 years and he just abandoned his mother to be a slave. What I would love to see was he, he comes back like in episode one, mm-hmm. like we're, we're assuming a teenage Anakin here. Yeah. Like he comes back and he rescues her and he brings her to somewhere safe. And then something bad happens to her there, say in episode two. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it, it's like, it's like the Superman Pa Kent moment. It's like where Pa Kent dies. And it's just like a heart attack and it's like Superman can't do anything. Yeah. That helplessness of like, this should be safe and it's not, and I can't do anything about it. And that's kind of, that would spark the fear of loss in him. And yeah, I think and that then, would make much more sense. And that, that powerlessness, it would give him something where if he's given the opportunity to do something about it, exactly. He would attach. Okay. Exactly. That I think that would there. make a lot much more sense. Um, uh, fight in the council chamber. Why do I have wait a minute in quotes? I'm trying to think. Um, Fight in the council chamber. What, what do you mean fight? Like fight, fight, or like argument fight? Oh no, like the the Yoda or the Yoda and Palpatine fight. Oh, that one. Yeah. I why do I have wait a minute? Well, I think maybe one of it. It's in quotes too, so I'm like it's it's something that I thought of. Like maybe they start fighting and then they cut away to something else. Maybe, I but I'm also thinking that. it's like when uh, Palpatine throws one of the the discs mm-hmm. and it like stops mm-hmm. and he's like laughing and he's like wait a minute like. Nah. I, th- I think I it's like kind of funny. I do yeah. like that. Well, I did like that moment when I was 10. I'm yeah. not... You ready for the naked eye in the Senate? I don't know. Okay. So at the end of their fight, at the end of Palpatine and Yoda's fight, uh, you see Yoda's um, cloak floating down. Uh-huh. Uh, Gage didn't know that, that was Yoda's. He thought that was Palpatine's. <laughs> so he thought Palpatine just dropped his cloak and started running. <laughs> so he just had... Imagine my arms waving in the air. <laughs> I am! It's <laughs> like running around entirely naked. <laughs> no. Yep. No. Imagine old scarred and deformed Palpatine running around in the arms oh, and screaming, "I'm the Senate!" <laughs> Butt naked. That's that. Uh, One more. Okay. Paulus Massa in an asteroid field does not make too much sense for uh, to me to have a medical, a top-notch medical facility. In a environment that you have a three thousand seven hundred twenty to one chance of surviving, <laughs> am I all, am I alone in this? You're not alone in this. I've never <laughs> thought about it, but you are not alone. If there's a three thousand seven hundred twenty to one chance of surviving, getting through that asteroid field, why would they put a medical facility? Maybe it's a business tactic. They don't want to waste all the resources. So if you want to use it, you got to survive. Maybe. <laughs> uh... Plausible hypothetical reason. Um, something about being in a very low gravity situation makes it easier to do medical stuff in this Possibly. universe. Who knows? Doesn't make it any less stupid, but nope. maybe that's the reason. 
That's all I got. Uh, don't have anything else. Um, Obi Wan's stupid relationship with that little lizard. Where did that come from? Wait, what? When he's chasing Grievous and Grievous is on the oh Boga. Little, yeah, Boga. Where'd that come from? Uh, he Why just bought there? he just bought Boga or he rented Boga to ride around and then Boga died. Yep. He doesn't really have a relationship. That's just his taxi. Uh, it was I don't know. I I so CGI uncivilized. So uncivilized. What else? Uh, I don't like the big end fight because it's way too long and they're clearly trying way too hard to make it epic. Yeah. Um, a couple of cool oh, things in it, but. Oh, uh, Duel of the Fates. Uh, jump back to that. There's so many points where if Qui-Gon or Obi-Wan had just kind of like flicked their lightsaber in one way, there's no way that Darth Maul could have protected it. Like they both needed to hit at, like they needed to go. If they both like went at it like kind of slashed down at the same time there's no way that darth maul could have stopped that yeah like be smarter <laughs> again it comes back to the choreography like someone said we're gonna make this as flashy and exciting choreography as possible without making any consideration for a emotional investment and b sense of realism at all like yeah. you don't the first time you're watching that you don't pick up on stuff like that necessarily but your brain is like this just doesn't feel like a real fight. This yeah. doesn't feel like something I should have stakes in. And so it just kind of shuts itself off. What angle did Obi-Wan send his lightsaber to cut off all three limbs? Can you imagine what, like, he did he kind of, he did kind of like a this. sweeping thing, right? Like, he kind of swept <laughs> up, right? He just I just thought he just kind of, like, did, like, I don't know. Yeah, as, as I recall, he kind of sweeps. It's, it's okay. like an arc. What else was there? Hmm... I have the high ground. I have the high ground. You underestimate my power. Obviously not, because he still won. Yeah. He had the high ground. Darth Maul had the high ground. Look where that got him. Yeah, that's true. Got him in two places. <laughs> um, I think that's it. Yep. That was kind of fun. Yeah. I like well, hating the prequels. If you made it this far, thanks for listening again. Yep. Uh, do all the stuff I said to you earlier. If you have any more complaints about the prequels that we missed, I'm sure you do. Uh, leave them in the comments somewhere. If uh, seriously, I will. I like we'll we'll reference them in the next. Like we'll yeah. We'll we don't up. we don't get any comments, so if you leave comments, we will we we'll will reference it. them. We'll talk about them. Yeah, or tweet us, or comment on our Facebook page. Yep. Any of the above. You got all all sorts of ways to contact us. Yep. Do it. Do it. Oh yeah, that line. <laughs> <laughs> do it. Yep. All right. Fucking see ya. Bye again. Ah. ah, that was fun. That was fun. That went very well, I think. Ugh, I farted. Good. <laughs>